0: Alright, how are we doing? Just want to take a second of your time before we start today's episode and I want to tell you about our Patreon. Um, Patreon is a a tool that we use to financially support this podcast. For as little as £3 a month, you can support us and what we do. Uh, It pays towards our travel, um, our editing time, um, recording equipment, making things better essentially for the podcast. Um, But in return, we give you at least one bonus episode per month. Early access to uh, the public episodes, which you're watching now, so you get these a couple of days early. And also, as well, I'll be giving away all my tracks on there. Um, so if you if you subscribe for three pounds a month, you might get ten pounds worth of tracks. Every track that I produce will be going on that on on the um, Patreon page. So for as little as three pounds, you can support the cause. Um, you won't even notice it going out your bank. Sign up now at Patreon.com forward slash. It's Time to Refresh, that is is forward slash It's Time to Refresh, you know you're a fucking belter, nice one. This is the It's Time to
1: Refresh podcast, with Brad Refresh, the podcast about life, music, travelling, shit. Literal shit, that is, and weird and wacky stories with Brad and a range of guests from the planet Earth. Feel free to share the pod with your pals, your mom, your neighbor's dog, or even your shrink. It's all fun. You can follow our Facebook group called It's Time to Refresh Community, or It's Time to Refresh on Instagram, right into the pod, ask questions, and share your stories.
2: Enjoy the pod. What time is it? It's time to
0: refresh. Uh, back once again with another podcast. This is episode forty of the It's Time to Refresh podcast, and on this one we've got a guest who I've tried to get on for ages, but he's just fucking dodged me the whole time. <laughs> I've uh, had his brother Chris on. Chris Lockie has been on twice now. This is Al. Um, we fame hog our kid, like, <laughs> and the thing is, right? Um, w- there's going to be something very distinctive, which I'll, I'll explain. The, one of them speaks in a really broad Scottish accent, and the other one's pure Cumbrian, Marath. So,
1: I'm not calling I've had this conversation a million uh, times. When well, we moved in when I was young, <laughs> he wasn't too young,
0: yeah. So, what's the age difference between years? It's three years, three, there's three years, but like he's held
1: on look, to that man, like look, man if you want I can fucking pet it on for you don't worry right? <laughs> <laughs> you actually sound like him and everything. Think is as well like, um, our kid goes training with Dave Stroughton and then we're like every time I see Dave we'll have a little bit of a crack in that and he says you got an impression of your brother's Bob On I'm like I fucking should be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you hung around with him enough we so, shared an apartment once that we both never lived in at the same time <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I just want to get into it straight away and just ask how you doing and I know I've talked off pod and that but how's on, it going
1: alright good yeah happy you've being for a long time man
0: yeah that's good it's that, good to hear yeah.
1: I had to stop drinking for that to happen though. <laughs> <laughs> and like the thing is as well like I was telling you before man like drank, didn't drink for like 10 weeks I was unemployed and I was just found I was just drinking just for the sake of it man and like as soon as I stopped drinking like a couple of weeks in man I um I didn't realise people could feel that good for that long yeah like you know what I mean like I'm normally like you get into a routine with drinking in that way like you'll be drinking at the weekend, and you'll hammer a load of booze, and you'll be rough as fuck, and will last them every Tuesday. And then you've got, like, Wednesday, Thursday, man, and I don't drink through the week. Yeah. I never have much. I don't like going to school rough in the morning, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, because it's tired enough for me to get there on a normal day. Big shout-out to our Chrissy's bed, Rachel, who knows about that. Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> um It's <laughs> tired enough for me to get there anyway, so they'd be there and be rough horrible. But after, like, the third week, man, I realised that, like, um, I didn't realise people could feel that good. So like, most of my depression and anxiety um, symptoms, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not the be all and end all of it, but most of my depression and anxiety symptoms were brought on, I found, by alcohol, and, Yeah. Uh, weekend abuse, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: And I didn't realise people could feel that good for that long, 10 or, 10 or 12 weeks, because you get into that cycle where you feel shit on the Monday and Tuesday, and it gets to like Thursday, like, I feel great, we should have a drink. Yeah. And it's like, no. well now I'll only drink, as we were saying before, like if, I wanna be with the people people who I love and people who love me, if it's gonna be worth feeling like shit. Yeah. Because like let's face it, man, sometimes you do all you, you do it just like we were saying before, man. Just because there's a fucking way in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also my mum told me not to swear as much today. <laughs> Is that what she's wanting to say? Yeah, she said, I'm really worried about you calling it You know, you swear a lot. I went, oh, fucking hell, sorry, man <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no, honestly, we were talking off off uh, off the pod and we're saying yo, yo I your mum's very like, like she's a character, isn't she? Oh, my mum's like,
1: the, the second oldest of six children, but my mum is in charge. We, yeah. When we were kids in Scotland growing up, we'd be, like, we, where we lived, it's like, my mum's house, my auntie Barbara's house, my auntie Carol and Uncle David's house, my nana lived around the corner. Auntie, so we are always together as close, kids. Close community. And, like, you'd hear, like, uh, we'd be, be at parties and stuff, and the adults would be downstairs drinking, and we'd only be, like, five or six, and there's loads of his man. because my mum's got that many, but I've got loads mm-hmm. of cousins. Which is weird, I'll tell you about that in a minute though. Mm-hmm. Um and we'd be at parties and like you know kids would be making a racket and fucking jumping about and stuff. And me and Linda would come upstairs and You kids have got to fucking pack that in. We'd be like, I can't, or whatever. And then next thing you know, that would carry on and then you'd hear oh, fuck Auntie Mai's going up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, uh, you don't know, fuck with Myra. <laughs> class
0: like. Class. So we were talking about podding that and we we're saying that like obviously you're doing the stuff with the four player lads and, mm-hmm. and what that like recently mm-hmm. but you haven't been doing much of DJ nah. on, on your own
1: no um, I mean oh man the, the four play stuff I like and, and but it's not my favourite thing to do it's not my favourite genre of music and I won't tie myself down to on one particular thing cause, Yeah, because why you know what I mean you know music's a banquet don't like don't stick to one you know don't just go oh, I like beef I'm only having beef forever yeah, you know yeah. what I mean why would you but um, no like I really didn't enjoy DJing for a long time and I would go and normally it'd be me and old kid, which was always good for a laugh, man. And like especially if you're playing around here, you like playing for Johnny and you know? that we're playing bar um what was it called? His little bar in Canned Heat. Mm. First time we played there, man, right, like, me and our kid are there and done it's like I just uh, I, says, I I said to Chris, well, what do we get paid? He said, We just got paid in beer. I guess the bar, they've got starter priming on draft. <laughs> one for me, one for him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. <man>. and he's <laughs> DJ, man,
1: and like next thing you know. Like, did he tell you this story already? Uh-huh. So I come back, like, and I am... Um, you see what I was like with a cup of coffee before?
0: Oh, you're king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah,
1: a big lad with big hands and a big gob. And the uh, next thing you know, I pints away, and I come back and get another two. So I bring them over, and he's like, yeah, and took the neck out, and I'm like, oh, fuck, where oh, you you going, lad? <laughs> like, bum, bum, bum. Next thing you know, and it ended up where uh, I woke up face down on my sofa about, about <laughs> fucking half past five in the morning. Eh? Class. No, no recollection of how I got home. Vague memories of being in soup. Mm. Um sat behind a DJ. Lord knows who I tortured that night, eh? But goodness knows. Eh? Good night though. Oh I- I- sounds it. like you. Good night, man. But the best night I've had lately, DJ, I mean, played a gig with Bart, like One of the well one of my biggest foibles with four players not foibles as such, sorry boys. He's like, If I'm playing with them lads, i they all play they all start at 120 because it's that kind of disco kind of yeah. music, do you know what I mean? And, like I was like playing a little bit faster than that man. Like I want to be starting at one twenty six and bumping it to one thirty. So
2: yeah,
1: when I played with Pete Varty, who's uh, to who's known as Vinyl Man, um, yeah, I played with Pete. We played at a uh, at a gig just a bar in Maryport, and uh, fucking hell, man, it was not but it like. So I, what type I, of I, stuff were you playing? Uh, well, to be start, we like I played it was six hours. We were on four man. I played an hour and a half. And I just played some warm up stuff like some some of some of the kind of four play stuff, man. Um, pumped it up a little bit towards the end, man. Um, I play a lot of jet boot Jack stuff. Big shout out to him, Adriel F. Thanks, mm-hmm. mate. He, he makes some amazing, like, bootlegs of, like, 80s stuff and stuff into, like, a, into a disco house kind of vibe. Right. And if I could make... But, like, like edit, Yeah, if so I could them, make yeah. stuff like that, I would make it in the fashion that he does, man. And I love his stuff, man. Another fellow, loves love is Angus MacDonald. Yeah. He's... Fucking Unreal Man. His disco house stuff's good, but he also he's been he's got a label, man. I can't remember what it's called, onto the groove. And they make a lot of they remix a lot of like old school and Italian stuff. Oh, it's phenomenal stuff. But Varty went on after us anyway. And Varty at 130. No fucking around, man. <laughs> uh, he just flew down the gauntlet man. And I was like, fuck, I don't know what I'm gonna play after this. Like so what was he playing? Um he plays a lot of his own edits of stuff. People buy tunes and edit them stuff, so he also yeah. makes his own tunes as well. Uh so it was just funky House. Really, it was just funky house, but it was really tough stuff. Like stuff I hadn't played for years. So I, like that's the best thing about MP3s as well. For me to have had to have done what I did with records, and I've had to have three fucking bags with us. Yeah yeah, 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 And uh, and uh, and I just dug in, and I played one of my. That's probably the, the best set. Of, like the best set I've played in a long, long time. Like playing stuff like one of my last tunes was like uh, was um, was the Armand Van Elden mix of Insomnia and stuff like that. And it was the mm-hmm. most fun I've had DJing for a long, long time. Like. Just uh, it was just class, man. Really I know was.
0: we are going to get into your story in that, mm-hmm. but what what's what's the sort of peak years for you? Was it like oh, early two thousands? Early two thousands yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. for funky house, funky house. But yeah. Even for trance, switch trance. I mean, trance was better in the late in the mid to late in the late nineties, but yeah, the early two yeah. thousands it was good. But like stuff like like Head Candy. I lived in Newcastle for a couple of years, man. There was mm. a bar on the case called Stereo, and every Sunday night they had a Head Candy night. Tiny little bar, man, right. Six six glitter balls above the dance floor, six disco balls above the dance floor, man. Yeah. And that would be on till about, maybe about midnight, something like that, I think. And then if you went to the Pitcher and Piano, which is, I don't know if you've been in there, a bar on the quayside, and you know, no. still there even, it's near Malmaison, and i have got like this beautiful, big mezzanine balcony, and there'd be a guy up there, just, and, and, oh man, it was unreal. And that, for me, formed a great deal of my musical... Like as it were, Anchorage and at that point because I, I, that kind of music will always hold a special place in my heart. Like that kind of head candy, funky house stuff, it, handbag, the gear, the better man.
0: It's straight. It's strange though. Do you not know think that like there's only there's only that that short gap? We I I can't give you an exact date, but we'll give you a rough date. Say two thousand to two thousand four, mm-hmm. where like the funky house really did. Like yeah. it, 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 people of your generation, it seems to be there'll be they love it they love yeah, yeah, that yeah. thing it well, never that, really translated later or mm, earlier mm,
1: and your thing is as well it doesn't really do it, do it much now but I mean you look at things like you I love people it, like Eric Pridz and people like that who yeah. no longer make that style of music um, but you get people like Sheamus Hadji who still do mm-hmm. and it's still, some of that stuff's really good Like, but for me it's just yeah just that kind of time but for me, like we ran a night in the back room of Fusion at that time me and Robby me and actually uh, me and Ben started it Ben's now uh, Ben lives in Newcastle he's, he's resident in uh, Digital Felix Leiter Oh, I started a little night called Soda in the back room there man and that yeah. was just that was just about handbag funky house do you know what I mean and that was really fucking good like but that's the thing about playing like playing in a club every week holding like a residency is such fucking it gets old fast yeah. do you know what I mean it's good for the first few months when you're made to come on every week and it's a good laugh for that, but then there's someone else going on somewhere and you can't go yeah and it gets old quick like we used to also run uh, on the first Thursday of every month right? this is when we were up with me in there uh, when I ran the Royal Oak with Daz Elwood in the back of the refusion on the first Thursday of every month, we would run a night called 155, which was just hard house and our trance.
0: I know about this, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. It was phenomenal, man. Who was it that reached out and mentioned that? Said if Al comes on, talk about this. Somebody Bug. did. Bogue.
1: Uh, Bogue, yeah. It was me, Robin Bogue, with the residents, man. And I would always go on first because I like that kind of hard trance kind of sound. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was cool, man. But yeah, it was, that was that was just. That was just I think that was more just for us than anyone else, to be fair. That was just like an outlet to go and play, that kind of stuff, man.
0: But was your, what was your turnouts like for that?
1: Oh, we'd just be dependent on Thursday. Because back then, like in town, back then Thursday nights were good. You were busy, like... would be busy Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night of the week. So yeah. Thursday nights were always good, though. I love Thursday nights out, like...
0: Because the back room... How many did the back room hold?
1: wasn't, wasn't big, man. The bars, yeah, but it was, it was, oh, it was bigger big than some bar, bars. Like, yeah, 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 enough, yeah. But the worst thing about it was that there was a toilet... And you had to walk across the dance floor to get to the bar and the toilet, which kind of ruined the vibe a lot of the time. But do you know what yeah. I mean, man? I've got fucking really, really good, fond memories of there and I've also got nights that I could not tell you what happened at all. Yeah. Oh, mate, honestly.
2: <laughs> we'll but get into see, that. See,
1: talking like of that time of year, like so, playing hard house and things like that, we were going to tidy weekenders and like travelling to Sunday Central and stuff like that as well. And,
0: uh, we'll and get man, into that as well, mate. We'll I've, we'll I've, I've, I want to pick your brain about that. Because obviously you, it's uh, like you and... Chris had the same sort of upbringing mm-hmm. but you always went for the, the, the tougher sides totally, and then whereas he went for the more housey side mm-hmm. and then he's like Chris met in the middle right with the Trance and, yeah,
1: Chris was writing the prog and stuff like that and at the time I had no time for Progressive House yeah. and I honestly believe like listening back to it now though, something's it's unreal mm-hmm. and I believe that a lot of it, it's see especially for me like I've got ADHD and it's for, for stuff like for that tougher style of music it's an instantaneous hit. It's a relief. It's that there's no fucking about, there's no waiting, there's no four minute intros, he's on Prog House and stuff like that. You're in, baseline comes in, minute and a half, two minutes into a hardhouse, soon you're in, mm. and it's changed. There's no need for patience and waiting what you want. It's that instant gratification. Christ. And I think that's what it is for me.
0: Yeah, I, I just like see you just chasing the next thing then. Well, thing,
1: ca- yeah, yeah, kind of, I'm maybe phrasing it wrong. But to excitement. It's yeah, a every yeah, day. Yeah, it is, I.
0: Right, so we'll go right back to the beginning with you. I know there's people have watched the Chris episode. There might be a, a, things where you intertwine and mm-hmm. stuff like that because obviously you're like just, we're brothers, aren't you? So obviously, uh, but I want to get into the, the the part where you got into the tidy weekenders and the, the funky house mm-hmm. bits and stuff like that. So, so
1: where did it start for you? Well, DJ and just clubbing. Um, well, the music side of things, music you, side of things, then. Um, I was really into happy hardcore growing up with Saint Blaze, me and Nicky and Martin, uh, Nikki Sewell and Martin Parr, and then uh, my good friend Christian Harrison gave me a tape of an essential mix from maybe '97 or '98 uh, with Judge Jules and John Digweed at Slinkies in Bournemouth. Completely changed my life. If you can find that out there, I'll, I'll find you a link and just listen to it, man. Unreal, like uh, it was phenomenal, and it changed my entire view of music and uh, and opened up my eyes to things like trance, and well, opened my eyes to trance because that's what it was really. And uh, then knock around with those guys a long time on, um, just be a part... Like where we grew up in St B's, they'd be like Nicky's house, Martin's house, my mum's house. And during the six-week holidays when we were young, your parents would go on holiday. Sometimes yeah. I'd be away for two weeks, Martin's everywhere. So it was always somewhere to go, somewhere to be. So I'd get pissed up on a Friday night and listen to Pete Tong.
0: Class. And uh, I... So what was it an instant, like, like to music? I, I've
1: always liked music. Growing up um, growing up with my mum my and dad, there was always music in the house, there was always music in the car. Um... There was always records. There was always a record player in our house.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's, I like that because um, we've seen... We'll talking about this not so long ago, but I remember when I bumped into you on the train. Yeah, I yeah, was I was heading over to York.
1: That popped up. Actually, it was just before Christmas. Yeah, that popped up on yeah, my yeah. Facebook memories.
0: And uh, you, Chris, and your dad were going to see... A, who was it
1: you were going to see? We were going to see Biffy Clyro.
0: See, I think that's good, that, like, the, the, the Dads and Lad thing where well, it's like, you've it got a mutually interesting music couldn't mm-hmm. in that.
1: Well, that came about, right, because I was going out with Becky Kerr when we lived in New York and she had bought three tickets last minute as a Christmas present for me and my me and her and my dad to go and see the Foo's. Yeah. I've been a Foo's fan for a while and uh, my brother had found out we were going and, like, Becky gave up her ticket and gave it to Chris and right. we went to the SECC to see the Foo Fighters and the Eagles of Death Metal were supporting them right. and somebody else, I can't remember who it was, man. Eagles of Death Metal were pretty cool, but um, that was the first time we ever went and after that it was an annual trip from yeah. 2004 onwards or semi-annual as, as often as we could when my dad moved to Switzerland yeah. to go to a gig um, we went to loads to be fair would you man we went to see um, but it's a good it's a oh, good I, I,
0: fucking London exercise yeah it was, yeah, it was, I, I. was like, it's literally music bringing, bringing people together yeah. Like and as you say make it an annual thing and stuff like that uh, so obviously I know that you growing up you, were, you had that, like the influence of say your parents and stuff yeah. like that so, But when, when did dance music, so you said about Happy Hardcore at first?
1: Oh, right, well, the first time I actually, I had a big experience with dance music was, was when I was about 14, and people used to listen to, like, um, The Zone and shit like that, man, and it, I liked it, don't get me wrong. Um, it was, but, like, it, it was nice and everything, but it, it just kind of filled the gap for me, and I liked Happy Hardcore better at the time.
2: Yeah. But when it
1: came to DJing um, I first experienced it, I think I was fourteen at Steve Capner's house and he bought himself a pair of Pro 150 belt drives yeah. and uh, and some little mixer, I can't remember where it was. Now, you know people always say like everyone's a DJ until you put there's always that meme with a set of techniques that says everyone's a DJ till you put a set of these in front of them, everyone's a DJ until you put a set of belt drives in front of them.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And that brought so. that, that, that proper piqued my interest, DJing like more than more than just dance music itself.
0: Right. So when, when you went to, so for instance when you went to this lad's house, what was the, what was the music being played?
1: Oh, uh, uh, Steve it was yeah. Italian house. Italian, which and... is so hard to mix, though.
0: It's like, the cue points everything. If you it's don't odd. know
1: the tunes, like the short intros, and you need to know the keys, and you need to really know what goes with what, because otherwise, it just sounds. Oh, it sounds like three cats in a bag.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is. There is an art form to it, definitely. Um, it's,
1: it's not. It's not the same as like if you look at any anything after that, right? You look at like house and trance and hard house after that
2: mm-hmm.
1: the outros and intros are much longer and it's so much easier to mix it. like anyone who can mix Italian properly I'd take my cap to you because it's mm-hmm. rock hard and, it is and I've never had that much of a of a of, of a I mean, bought into it as much to um yeah you know what I mean one other guy as such
0: so who was who was what was the trance tune that enticed you when because obviously you said you heard this tape but it's about to be something that you've heard um, and it's like the
1: tune that stands out on it more than anything for me was uh on the John Digweed. He played the second hour and it was uh, oh, Doll Said It's Over, It's Under, the Brothers and Rhythm Remix. You would class it as Prog Trance now, but fuck man, what a tune, not really. I don't. I do think I know that. Oh, honest, like, you. I've got it, it on. vinyl. <laughs> 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 Except, yeah, that's like that's, that's the only white man powerful thing to say. In about, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, that'll be cancelled soon as well.
1: <laughs> that. That's yeah. That's yeah, That's that's my privilege. I've got
0: yeah. that. On vinyl. Uh, got, that on, <laughs> got, got that on vinyl. You can't say that.
1: Uh, not, yeah. not in 2023. <laughs> you can't say that. You you know yeah. you're putting everyone down who only has an empty thing.
0: So so you you're getting into it and that and like your mates and then uh, are all are all like. You're all obviously mutually mm-hmm. getting into it at the yeah. same time, really. Um, what was it like, like in school and that? Like was 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 it a big music culture or?
1: I I asked, I took music GCSE because I was interested in it and because there was a lot of beautiful girls in my music class. Yeah. And I never got to go out with any of them. <laughs> At the end of the two years, I could not play a note on anything.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you've been friend-zoned by all the girls. Oh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> they, like, absolutely friend-zoned, man. Uh, um, and uh, my music teacher, a lady called Anne Hanley, God bless her, she's like, Al, what are we going to do here? So I ended up writing um, three musical composition pieces on an Atari... Oh, is that an Atari... I can't remember the model, but it was an Atari computer. Same program, Fatboy Slim still uses. Um, Right. And uh, there's somewhere in my mother's house, I'll I'll dig it out for you one day, there's three really bad attempts at composition, with one of them being a kind of dance music style of tune. Oh, mate, like a piano tune. I'll dig them out for you one day, we'll have a a beer and a giggle. That'll be funny. uh, This is the the bit, yeah, I don't think I've ever told you this before. She said, right, all you need to perform. Can you sing? I was like, I don't know. Uh. And... uh, so, we did something and I said, I can sing. And I was trained to sing over the course of six months and I can still sing now.
0: Mate. <laughs> See? The
1: covers <cognitive laughs> I didn't know that, oh, honestly. Yeah. So, what did
0: you sing for your, for your uh, performance? So
1: for, for my mocks, I sang Blackbird by uh, the Beatles. Mm. And then um, I sang I Dreamed a Dream from Les Miserables. I was well before Subo as well. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, I sang Hello by Lionel Richie.
0: Now you've said it, you have got a bit of a look of a Subo sort of thing. You're
2: right. <laughs> she did
1: better than mine,
0: man. Yeah. Nah, erm. Um, so, see, so see so the school thing. The, the music's there, mm-hmm. but is there a is there a dance culture like? Dance oh music, well, yeah, uh... well,
1: when I was a kid at Wyndham, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, um, uh, right, and house used to have raves in the uh, in the uh, in the youth centre outside of school. On a Friday night, man. Uh, and we go going to them? Oh, yeah, one of them yeah. once got my head kicked in by 4 18-year-old lads as well. <laughs> like 14-year-old, I think, and I was bigger than all of them and absolutely got my head stoved in.
0: Honestly, mate, I-, I can imagine you at 14 looking at about 30.
1: Honestly, got my head kicked right in, mate. I had shoe prints in the side of me head and everything, uh, man. And, uh, and Drew Short was the lad on the door. <laughs> and he picked me up, by, he blocked these four little put me up by my belt, carried me to the door and walked <laughs> me to the taxi office, right? Like, he walked me to the taxi office, uh. he has. And my face is messed up, man. My nose all over my face. I've got a black eye and a big shoe mark in the side of it. Proper stove, And he like any gas. Put me in a taxi. He paid the taxi driver. He goes, don't you tell your brother what happened tonight. And I was like I'm not driving around in a fucking car all night with him looking for these idiots. <laughs> 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 Couldn't so I went home. Went home full of cider, full of a hide and went to bed. Uh, it was a big question the next day off my Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> woke up with a fucking Reebok logo and on the side. You know, honestly, mate,
1: that's, <laughs> that was a that was a. I got I mean, I kicked in quite a few times for being a big lad. <laughs> you know, and I, The thing is, I wasn't even that gobby at that point, so yeah,
0: yeah. he's what it is, these It's funny, isn't it? It's all fun at games. Mm. Um, so then you, you sort of like. Moving on from the sort of school years, when was your like first proper rave? Oh,
1: first for I was thinking about this on the car on the way over, right? First proper rave was um. We'll do was, two. What well, what? was your first proper rave, and what was your first proper away day? Like first proper away rave. Well, this is the the, the one in the same. Uh, was okay. uh, was New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety eight and ninety nine, at right. Leeds Town Hall for Gate Crusher. Right. Um. Pete Tong.
0: Uh, it's not a bad first uh, rave to be fair I'm
1: sure Eric Lowe, Pete Tong a few other people but they had um, I can't remember if it was Sasha or Van Dyke on via ASDL link whatever it was basically he was playing in a uh, crasher in Sheffield and it was being to us or internet to us and it was probably one of the worst experiences of my life That said, it. it was horrible there was nothing. there was no there was no DJ to react to as such you know what I mean yeah. bit, it lacked kind of a thing but that was my first proper rave away I proper loved it man
0: yeah uh, mm, class it was, oh, it was
1: phenomenally good man
0: so, it being 98 sort of mm. thing, how how did you hear about that? Because obviously no social oh, media. Oh, the lads were
1: gone. All my mates were um, like, uh, A lot of my mates had been to Gay Crasher in Sheffield loads of times and stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just my mates were gone, and like, that was the first time, the first away for me. And then the following year, um, we went to, oh, right, so we went to, uh, we to lofford for Gay Crasher and Ministry of Sound in 99, we went to Creamfields in 99, we went to a B3 in 99 for a fortnight, Oh I tell you, I would only ever been to Ibiza once, and I was I was nineteen years old. And I took I can't even remember how much money I took with us, but I remember I'd at the end of it, at two after two weeks, I had enough money to buy a sandwich in the airport before we got on the plane, and then we got. off I think the you've plane. timed that right. To be fair, we got <laughs> off the plane at uh, Manchester, and got on a bus, man, and I cried for forty-five minutes on the way home because I didn't want to come back to reality. I right. give you, I give you a wee story and a planned an example of when we got there. Right, we were staying in a hotel in San Bay. And we got a taxi and uh, we got off just have you been to a beach? you get to San Antonio like, I don't know if it's still like that there's a fountain in the middle of town you just in front of the beach and you can go up to the west end go along that way to Mambo and, mm. and whatnot. And then, and then as we got off the, out the taxi and crossed the road at the, the Pelican Cross whatever it was, and there's a guy just face down in a pool of his own vomit like in really? this little like pedestrianised area man. and I'm looking at the match stopping and I'm like what the fuck the hell's going on here man? and I yeah. forget we've only arrived at five in the morning this is like six o'clock the following night and I'm like, what the fuck is going on, Eamon.
0: And uh, Did so you like, know what to expect when nope. it when a The it lads be had fact. been
1: a year before, but I had no idea. No right, idea. Right, okay, okay. These poor lads face down in the pool of his own vomit. I was like, we have to stop and help him too. He just like, no, we don't. Look back. And there's three lads arguing, leaning on the railing by the road about who's going to pick him up and put him in a taxi. I just thought, this is it. I'm fucking home.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've never... When we, when, we've, when we've, I've talked to people on the podcast, and or even in person and whatnot, I've never been as envious as I am now. I wanted to go... like, If I could go to any time, any place in the world ever... I'd mm. love to go to Ibiza, summer 98, summer 99. Like, he, well, right, we'll get into a little thing. I, I watched Kevin and Perry last night with my missus. Uh, back on Netflix, yeah,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. And so, had, you, had you seen it before or was that the first time? Are you kidding me? Do <laughs> you want to know, do you want to know the mm. love set you load? I watched it once, I think. Uh,
0: <laughs> I've watched, uh, that, that movie wanted me, I, I like. I want to be a DJ. Yeah. Like, I, like, the eyeball poles are fucking end, obviously, but like fucking, be surprised how many of them you meet though. Yeah, 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 there's a lot, there's a a lot, with the same characteristics in that as well, but the thing is, right, it's like, it's the atmosphere, it's even the tunes, well obviously, this, that was recorded in the summer, well the back end of summer, 1998, Um, in amnesia, a lot of it was. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of the, a lot of the the things were people that were were out at the clubs, and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, and it was like, it's the most authentic sort of, club movie I've ever seen. Obviously you've got like human trafficking. You've I would got say
1: human traffic's more. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah. Because well because of Kevin and Perry's a comedy value for it. But if yeah. you want like even like the arc of the story for human traffic, right, sets off with that
0: like that the frustration of yeah, being yeah, at yeah. work, right, yeah.
1: and then you get everything sorted, you meet your mate, and then there's that massive, massive high as you hit the club, right, and then it kind of plateaus a bit, and there's even a little bit in the middle, yeah. the lot of freaking out and having a bit of a skit about his bird dancing with his mate and that, mm. right, and then um, it follows all the way back down, like right? to uh, to even you go back to the after party, you go back to your mate's house, you stay in there, right, and it hits Sunday. Massive come down on a Sunday and everything shit, but right at the very end on that Sunday night as you're going home, you always get that wee spark of hope that everything's going to be all right. So the arc of that whole movie for me follows a yeah. pattern of, of of a weekend clubbing. Oh, Perfectly. absolutely!
0: I think the actual that the it story value <laughs> <laughs> the story value of it right is like it, it it's the it's more real. Yeah, yeah. But I think the when you see the clubs, it's oh, like more just want of Kevin oh, aye, aye.
1: yeah the,
0: the, the story of human traffic right it's he, he, more real in the sense of like, this stuff happens, this, oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this, like, whereas, if you see, if you see Kevin and Perry and you see them in that cre- it's, cream, it's event. also
1: the fact that it's, it's a bigger club and it's a better atmosphere and things like that, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I know what you're saying, I, you yeah. know, I get but
0: what you're saying. But, i i fell in love with dance music so obviously when I first seen this, like, my dad's going to sound like such a bad parent here but it's fucking, obviously all the stuff that goes on in the movie but, I watched it in I think I watched it about December two thousand. I was Ooh. four years old then. Right.
1: Cause he was watching it, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he
0: no, he'd already watched it, right? And he would show because obviously I showed it interesting music yeah, from yeah, a like yeah. dead early age. And the the early music that I listened to it was always uh say like say Elton John Meatloaf. Just whatever he was showing me. Uh, cool. I liked Eddie Grant as well as a kid, that was a massive oh. Eddie Grant fan. And like um he was like, honestly, you, you'll you'll really enjoy this. And he, skips, he was he, he, on the DVD player, fast forward and on times four. Pass, <laughs> to the good bits. No, no, to the good bits, but obviously there's a lot of like shagging and uh, oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So he's like, skip, you don't need to say that, you don't need to say that. All right, and then arriving at the club, and he was showing me this, I was four years old, <laughs> and it was like, that moment when they're standing outside the club and they uh like, uh tits up big buzz. <laughs> <laughs> right? And honestly, and I'm there and I'm thinking I can hear the booming of the of yeah, the, yeah. the of the tra- of the of the music, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Bear in mind, I'd only been brought up around sort of commercial dance music yeah. and Italian, my dad liked Italian music. Mm-hmm. Um so and when I'm hearing this trans music, I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? Is amazing. Is, isn't and like i didn't understand why it was amazing obviously the older you get the more you understand it but like i'm like this is this is like enticing me this is pulling me in mm-hmm. and i'm like what is this so then he shows me the club and um and and when it comes on it's um oh what is the tune the first tune <coughs> oh no. no sorry the the, f- the first tune that i heard and i was like i, I like it it was uh, isla isla when they come oh, out word, they yeah. come out of uh the, the airport and it's D-d-d-d-d-d-d. I'm like wow wow because like, I'd never really I'd heard synth music
1: that's on that essential mix as well by the way is it one of the big tunes on that essential mix honestly and I was way. just
0: absolutely mind blown by like this thing. <clears> even <throat> now I'm getting shivers like thinking about that moment when I first heard that and it's like I do when I said I've got a lot of envy for you right is I heard that in on a little right, I heard it right there like where we are now there was a TV right there and I heard it coming through a fucking oh, a, a big um, mm-hmm. Ferguson TV, yeah. like really shit quality. Back on it, like yeah, that. yeah, back <laughs> on it, like that. Weighed about fucking thirty stone. If I'd have heard that in a nightclub, mate, oh my god! If I'd have heard that for the first time in a nightclub, I'd have shit my pants. Like honestly, like just with excitement, just mm-hmm. pure. And even I was like talking about it, like, and then as it goes on, you hear, you hear. um he, the either skip Raiders tune mm, um, this,
1: um which i can never say that word of that name mm, to yeah yeah, yeah. Is. um Tom mate i'll tell you what saw him saw them it, we went to wax format on new year's day right yeah no wax Format. who did you is, go with uh me chop uh mulesy and amy lee yeah like, oh, now, a little bit jealous when i said that as well like, right, oh, i'll tell you no, something no, right wax format if you don't know is a vinyl only night right mm. and there's two rooms strands and hardhouse the fellow that runs it's a man called sam Mitchum. so this gig had and um, I didn't really pay much attention to the hard house room. I do love hard house, but I was going for trance, basically. Now, it was supposed to be uh, the two guys who were warming up, whose names I'm really sorry, I can't remember, because mm. got there after, just as you we were finishing. And then it was going to be Mike Push, and then Mike Push and Thrill Seekers. Mike Push for an hour, Mike Push and Thrill Seekers back-to-back for an hour, mm-hmm. then Thrill Seekers, then Signum, then Sam Mitchum, the guy who runs it right? Nice. Now, um, I don't know if I've made you aware, you probably are aware that... Uh, I absolutely love Agnelli and Nelson, right? Just a little bit. Just a little bit now. So Mike Push dropped out because he couldn't get there because he was in America and all the storms and that were going on with Christmas, yeah. you know. New York was like fucking 12 foot deep, you snow. So I think it was Robbie Agnelli from Agnelli and Nelson stepped mm-hmm. up at the last minute to do it, right? So... <sighs> It's wow, like, it's play, like, now. it's like a blessing in this oh, garden, Well, so we've already got our tickets, we our tickets since like August, September, i am yeah. well excited for this one, and it's in a nightclub called Warehouse in Leeds, which is, which is a really nice little intimate kind of venue,
2: hmm.
1: so they come on, man, and then while he's playing himself, he played uh, the Lange Mix of Every Day, which was like, I don't know, I bought that in a beat and on a white label in 1999, like on a white, it wasn't an official precedent, because on the back of it I had York on the beach, okay. but I've still got it anyway. A amazing. The Wide Awake EP, right? And I'll always play that after I've played Charles' so enthusiastic release. I'll play those two tunes together. You know, yeah. they just go like right? so. And he played the vocal, the lounge vocal, mix of every day, and I lost my fucking shit. Like, I just absolutely amazing. Like, one of those, one of those ones. Like, right? and then they played. Um, he, he finished playing, and then he was back to back with thrill seekers for an hour. Now I don't know what the guy who I can't remember his name from thrill seekers. He looked like he was having a very, very good time which would be? Can't imagine why. Yeah. Couldn't imagine what was in his little bottle that he was drinking. <laughs> um, but uh, it was like it was there. We're on eight to nine back to back, right? And um now one of my all-time favorite trance tunes is uh the Paul Van Dyke edit of uh, Agnelli and Nelson holding on to nothing it's on Van Dyke. Yeah. And uh, I went at the back of the club, being chopped not doing a lot of dancing like because main chopper just old and cool and <laughs> gracefully overweight. Sorry, <laughs> <shop>. <laughs> and like, from hey, the back I of the making, club, I'm going to get him on money by the way. Uh, He's... Try a, if he wants to I'll come on with him, chops are fucking legend Like, yeah. um, so right from the back of the club, I can see it's Laddock Magdalene Nelson. And I'm like, that's a Vandit tune, chop. That's holding that's on to nothing. Because I can see he's looking at it, reading me there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's a fucking one. He's like, how oh, the fuck? You've got glasses out, can he say? I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you the beat coming. First time I've cried on a dance floor, probably in. <laughs> 20 class. odd years when it come in I swear it was just tears I was in absolute heaven right and uh, then they finished Ladder from Thrill Seekers was class playing like a lot of old old trance like yeah. 90s stuff and, and even before that and then, uh, and then Signum came on I do thought it was a daytime party right? so it was only 4 till 12 yeah said, by the way that's just the best thing ever right why needs to be normalized more. Normal? Normal? Why do you need to be out till five in the morning? I'm you not saying I'm an old person like. But no, why it do you need needs to be, be normalized. Like, like
0: daytime raves need to yeah, be normalized. Such
1: a better idea, man. But they did have an after party till four, which me and Trump didn't go to. But yeah, like but you like, can do it if you want yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, like yeah. it's um, there as an option. Yeah. but, but th- go on. Yeah, even though
0: it's one of them yeah. things where I've, I'm dead passionate about this because I, like, I play playing the late sets. I do quite a lot, and it's like six till seven in the morning, and and. Not a, lot of, not a lot of people have to. I, I, well, I don't care. Even if there is a lot of people, I don't care what anyone says. Whatever drug you take, right? I'm not pushing non drugs, by the way. Whatever drugs you take, you can. You're still going to get fucking tired if you've stomped oh, fucking yeah, 40,000 yeah. steps on the dance yeah. floor. You're still going to be like burnt out a little bit, even yeah. though you're probably still flying in your head. You, 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 the sort of thing. If, if it was on. A day, I, some of the best times and memories I've got of daytime raves. Summer in the summer, fucking night if it's a nice day, obviously, fucking deck set up and in like a little courtyard or something like that. Yeah. And then go into a club. And then if it wants to have an after party till four in the morning, go for it, mate. But I'll be at that fucking daytime rave. See the
1: thing is as well, if you play if you're playing last at a daytime rave, you're playing at midnight. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not even that hard, but yeah. like it's I think and it's maybe just my own personal view, but it's a very I wouldn't want to play last. It's a very for me, it's not it may seem like the glorious thing to do to, play, to be playing last, but for me, I, if the rave's up at six in the morning, I want to play at six in the morning. I want to be playing at fucking at the at peak time for me would be eleven, between eleven and two that's when everyone is at their best from that night that started at fucking night yeah, on like, like, the 10 o'clock yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to be playing at 7 in the morning because you will get a bigger reaction from the crowd and, and have a bigger crowd watching you and, and seeing you at that time. Yeah. But the thing is, Sam Mitchell who runs the, the Wax Warman, he played last, he played I think until half 10 till midnight. On a daytime, wave, that's still fucking peak time.
0: The thing is as well, he, uh, like a lot of people play last because... The thing no one wants to do. it. Like if you're if you're event mm-hmm. organizer, for instance, I've played events before where I, I'll put myself on last because I know it's gonna it's gonna die down a little. And 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 if, and if I book DJs to come on, I want it to be nice and busy when yeah. they're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like are these do you know are, what your, I mean? are these
1: at your own events.
0: Yeah, well that that yeah, yeah. what I'm talking about in particular yeah. is yeah. But um, last sanctuary event I played last, mm. uh, the one before that I played last what as time, well. What
1: time were they at though? What time were they? Six when?
0: till seven. Oh, yeah but usually right i went there um sort of uh i went there for like i got there for about three in the morning so i was there from like three right. till six so not it's not too bad thing. but yeah. what i usually do is if 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 i want at that time me and her will get uh, a hotel right and i've got to sleep and i'll just get up like i'm going to work
2: mm-hmm.
0: i like i do want to go and enjoy the night but fuck me, you don't have But If you're there and you haven't been asleep from the day before and obviously i not drinking or taking in the drugs... Six Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you know, you're, so. uh,
1: you're not at your best then, mate. You, at the end of the day, that's what a lot of people don't forget as well, that when you're doing it the way that you do it and you're getting paid for it, you're, uh, it's a business. Mm. Go and be, be the best.
0: Yeah, I do... I don't I do I don't like looking at it as business because I'm... I, I'm having fun. Yeah, it's it's
1: it's. But also, don't forget, though, if they want you to rock up at that time, and, and, do and, and that, like, Yeah, like he's he's what he is what it changes for me. Like he's he's a prime example I'll give you. Like to mm. say that your job is, uh, you landed the dream job, which is I mean, misogynistic as it sounds, ladies, to go around every day and all you have to do for your job every day is go and squeeze some tits yeah. all day long between eight and three. Fucking fantastic job, and you get paid ten grand a week. At some point in your life, you will wake up and go, I "Fucking can't be asked for this today." Then it's a job.
0: Yeah exactly oh, okay it makes sense it makes sense but, and but, there's money changing and so
1: it is a job
0: yeah do you know what I mean yeah I suppose so but as I say for, for me like I wouldn't want to change the culture because it's an amazing culture oh, as yeah. it is like I'm I'm still in my head I'm still the the, the sort of 13 year old lad mate, who, you, mate,
1: mate you are you are young enough where I could technically be your dad yeah
0: <laughs> it's, it is it's right though isn't it you can use the analogy what you said before. Well, what, you want? About the, about the uh, fucking the dog.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd nah, have been your dad, but the dog beat me up the stairs. <laughs> that is one
0: of the best lines I've ever heard, eh? Shout
1: out to our Chris for that one. Cheers,
0: brother. Oh, that, honestly, when you when you said that before, I was in absolute... <laughs> was I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. No.
1: There's a lot of lucky that's come out of the big lads' mouth.
0: Yeah, um, class. But as I say, like, for me, if I, if I, if I could... Organise events and new people were going to turn up at fucking two o'clock in the afternoon and go through till twelve. Oh my! I'd be in,
1: I'd be in elements. See like, maybe you'd see like the 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 wax format things. Tidy do a lot of day parties now as well because they know the demographic that's going to those things well, yeah. is particularly when Tidy's been around. it's what 97, 96 whatever it is. The demographic who are going to most of those raves are people of a certain age mm-hmm. who want to be home. I think people who are again the demographic for 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 bouncing for your scene is. Is so wide open, you know. There's like there's people in their 50s, yeah. maybe even 60s who love it and go to it, but then again, there's also kids who are 18, 19 who like use yeah. abbreviations that you don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> that
0: is so true, right? Uh, I will touch on this because obviously there'll be no context, right? I was at work uh, Monday, and two new lads started at work. Um, they're all uh, they're only young lads, were. um, I say young lads. So, they're only like, fuck it, what, eight year younger than me or something like that. But I'm taught, I said to them, I'm so. Totally disconnected from you because they were using these like they were talking about gaming and going on nights out and that, and they were using like fucking code words. Well, I, what I thought were code words just abbreviations. What was the one I used with you there? NPC. NPC. I didn't know what an NPC I, was, I, and
1: again, I only know what that is because it's in the Jumanji movie with the rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah, but honestly, I felt so
0: disconnected from them. But they're they're banging to the their music and that, and so were, I was like, oh, what, what was the music like? Right, they're like bass house and drum and bass. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like not a bad bass, it's like. not a bad selection. Don't get me wrong. Wrong. but um when we started to, i said this off the, off the podcast i, I, I talked about trance i love my trans music and always i, I can. If, if someone wants to talk about trans music yeah i'll sit and talk about it all day oh, so yeah. i thought i'll try and get it in see if the thing I was talking about trans, like oh yeah, my mum listens to that. <laughs> well, hey. i says, says what and then this is this, this, this is the the example that they used um during lockdown, do you know when you when when you can you couldn't go to the gym and you had to go and work out in your back garden? My Mum used to stick trance music on, and that's how I discovered what trance music was. When she was <laughs> standing there doing a fucking jumping jacks in the back garden, I was like, "Oh, oh like, am I old or 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 you're old uh, beyond
1: your years, my man? You are like no, yeah, like, I know. It, it, you've got an older it, head on your shoulders than most people your age. I reckon. I
0: think probably yeah, but it just it just it just hit me. on like. In my head, I'm still 18. Like, in my, like I feel yeah. 18,
1: and I, in my head, I'm like that until I do something. My knees go, oh, big lad, steady on <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> calm yourself <laughs> down. My yeah. knees are like the fuck you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: It's like it's like you, you you go to a rave and that like like there is times I like going to like festivals where there's no bounce music, there's no hard house. Mm. Um, as much as I enjoy it, um. I don't know anyone. And yeah, but I don't know anyone as well at the same time. Yeah. So if I go, like me and I went to a festival and whatnot for over over the summer, um, and it was class, just fucking all different types of music mm-hmm. and and enjoy myself and that and, and and halfway through that night, I was like, oh, getting a twinge in the back now, like
2: yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do
1: you know what I mean? I was I like, like dog. when
0: I was eighteen, you it's something you wouldn't even think oh, about I, eh? Like, do you know well, what he, I mean? He is a, he is a little.
1: Snippet for you. We said we were going to talk about tidy weekends and stuff like I Guess what? I'm going in July. Tidy? Oh, aye
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I was going to pop down, you know, for no, it. Um,
1: do it, man. Do it. I'm, I'm, I'm in a room with me and Nigel and Chop and, and a lad called Tommy. I think it's Tommy, is it Tommy? I don't know him, but I'm no doubt I'll know him by the end of the weekend. Uh,
0: um, uh class
2: like like
1: class. I, The first time I went to one of them, I was 22, mate, and Mum covered your ears. It was yeah. mostly bad. I it was about bad. the first
0: three hours. Right. To. Well, soon as I we're on the subject, we'll just talk about it, right? What was your first tidy weekend? Then? Tidy weekend of
1: two, two was it two thousand and two or three? I, th- I lived in Newcastle anyway, and I went down from there. It's, that's the one where the tidy, the tidy boys live set came from, and that, the one of the use they used all the samples of CDRs and they had a corg boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably one of my f- 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 favourite sets. That, that, that.
0: It, what would you like to hear again? What would you like to hear again? What would you like to hear? It must be
1: like one hundred and fifty-five. No danger. Yeah. That stuff. like
0: that, that was, they peaked then though, isn't it? I would say that. I know the one that was probably the second
1: one, but, but there was a good few years after
0: that. I mean, that one the went. vinyl sales oh, and yeah, everything, yeah. like it was well, when.
1: That was also the launch of Tidy 2, which was probably one of my favourite, he's probably still fantastic. one of my favourite labels, like, of all time.
0: Well, we've got so much talk out here, I've got so many questions, right? Go on, go on Tidy 2, favourite release, go for it.
1: <sighs> oh, mate, that's a difficult question. So many good ones, isn't it? uh it could be enigmatic mastermind because it doesn't sound a great deal like anything else and the Wit Ben remix is pretty cool um misbehaving such a, is such a good feeling nice um, tune. but I, uh all oh, people play the barely legal mix, which is i'm sure is' I remember we're, barely, we're barely legal Guyver and Maddox, but there's a, a Haslam and Guyver mix as well
2: yeah
1: um and then maybe even uh oh the guyver remix of breathless j uh, x Right, good tune. And that tune as well, when you listen to the build-up and and the kick-off and that, it's you notice a pattern between that and my favorite hard trance tune of all time, which is technical and Mark French, Madden Confused, the Guyver remix. What a tune that is like.
0: I don't mean to do it again, but white privilege got that on vinyl. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: I've got most of them on vinyl. Man, yeah, too, yeah. Really, to such a tune, man.
0: I proper took advantage of of of, of Tidy when they had, the, they had a mega sale a few years ago. Can mm. you remember? Yeah, where yeah. they sold all the old stock I, off because
1: they were they were shutting the label down, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. So I
0: just bought everything. Dirty. Shutting the label
1: down for like the seventh time, and it's still going. Down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm pleased so, to be honest, man. But, but, what was what,
0: I'm trying to think of my my favorite. I, I I did like it when they reopened Tidy Two and they did that relaunch. That was good. But that was the original, charge.
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, not ta- oh Yeah, technical was in charge now.
0: Uh, well, well, I don't know if he was in charge or not, but we did that release with uh, yeah. your Roll Cage. Yeah, that's a good. Oh, job. heavy that like. But
1: when I, when I first discovered, when I first came across him at I'd be like when we were playing in like uh, in One Five Five on a Thursday night, man, and uh, the amount of music you could find of his that was just kicking about like it was. I was phenomenal man and the guy's such a talent he lives in Australia now yeah yeah I mean he does um, he, he's, he's got another he works on another in technical when he makes hardcore stuff even is, that's amazing
0: oh I it. know eyes. he does, he does like, Icarus as well have you heard that no no, no. Icarus
1: is that like the trance stuff yeah it's I, not yeah, tough but right. it's
0: amazing uh, the thing
1: is man his production like is, oh, it's just phenomenal right
0: I'm going to put this out here I've probably said it on the podcast a million yeah. times but right we've got we've got god level of people on mm. yeah, for me right and obviously, production my my number one thing. I like being a DJ. I love the interaction with crowds. But production for me is is where it, where it's at. Obviously, I love podcasting as well, yeah. as you can tell. But for me, right?
1: Now you got me thinking already because I know what the questions. No, no about.
0: but it's not even a question. It's just that for me. I I hold these people in such high regard yeah. that there's nobody compares, right? Yeah. So we've got Alf Bamford, yeah. technical. Yeah. His production and his attention <laughs> to detail, <laughs> his melodies, his chord yeah. progressions. Yeah. Oh my God, I've man crush. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He's fucking he's easy man so good. He's up there I like. love Ferry Corsten, yeah. right? Ferry Corsten was, he, he changed the game forever f- for me. Like yeah. when hearing his music, obviously some of it does sound dated now because if it's if it's time, but
1: just because it's because you know it's, that's simply because of. a... Um, You've gone to digital, and there's so many yeah. other uh, digital scenes and plugins and things you can use. But From nobody was
0: knowledge. making music like what he was doing. Here's another
1: question for you about him, though. Uh. What are all of the pseudonyms for tax purposes? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've 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 I've. Like, how many do you know? It was Moonman. Uh, Ferry cost system F, Gorilla loads Got of them, ma- man. Ma- millions, mm-hmm.
0: and obviously he done like uh, his digital punk and stuff like that. Yeah, he did like all the, uh, the 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 sort of house music it was stuff. A, there was just, a night
1: advertised not so long ago, but it was just going to be him all night playing that
0: stuff. See next time, should we go? We'll make that bond right now. Word Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's a he's a god to me. He's like a mm. god. Um, I did look into his his thing of why he had all the things, all the aliases and that, and apparently it was because. Uh, record labels at the time, he was firing a tune out a day, right? And all the record labels, when he was sending stuff off, was like, "You're sending us too much stuff. We can't. We don't know what to yeah. do with it." So he sent it to other labels, and they were like, "No, no, we we want fabric cause exclusive." So then that's where, all right, I'll just make another name up. So Moonman, well, mm-hmm. Moonman goes on that label. Sure. We'll have System F on that label. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then. It could have been for tax purposes, yeah. but 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 that's the expla- it is. yeah, that, the explanation is that, that he had that much music to put out that it needed other names, so it didn't like he's stack up. Who on your list? Um, and then we've got um, so there's a producer out there. I don't know if you'll know him. Well, no, in fact, you will obviously because you're, you're into your, your hard trance. That um, John Doe. Yep. CSL. Yep. Right. He he he's helped me so much over the years. Yeah, like, um, well, he masters all my music. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you need mastering, get on to him. Uh, mastering dot net. He's uh, he's 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 dirt cheap for the quality that he does. But I've never come across a producer who is so he he just he can he's he he does things that I I can't comprehend. Like uh, with with production, I'd like yeah. to think I'm clued up on it, but like. It's the way he explains to me. Like he explained to me how um, this is gonna sound so boring and for people. Yeah, <laughs> I but, think he's. I don't know
1: about it, but I'm willing to listen.
0: But like he he was explaining to to me not so long ago about sub bass and that like frequencies that 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 you can hear. So he was saying to me that the lowest he would go on the keyboard is a low E. He wouldn't go down to the D. It would make that either higher. And it's just little things like that. Mm-hmm. And and like. He makes subtle changes to music where it's like, he like he said to me about a percussion. He's like, see that, see that hit you've got there. Just knock it off the grid ever so slightly, and you won't realise how it's how loud it is. As, like, so it's
1: so it's not slapped to a line. It's just slightly off. Yeah, uh, and it's
0: so it's so like obviously it's, not,
1: it's more that way. It's more it's more natural sounding rather than, than everything being clicked into place. And the yeah, way it should yeah. Be, yeah.
0: Oh, and, well, I, I do do that anyway. I put a lot of yeah. swing onto my music because yeah. obviously you need a bit of a groove. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with it is that he was saying like. See how you've got that high hat sitting there, right? If you just move the the little click you've got underneath, mm. you'll because it's a millisecond difference. It adds well, yeah, so much. Like... It's like and it's just fucking mind blowing. Know where that comes from, though. You just experiencing it. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep he's been around forever. Don't stop what you're doing,
1: man. You're I'm doing. Man. I love
0: you, actually. It's fucking awesome. But he's as I say, he's he's he's, he's up there with the gods. So there, there, are three that I can think of off the top of my head. There is more out there, mm. of course there is, but
1: there's like well, I tell you what, I'd have to go for Bamford. Um, yeah and maybe I'd definitely put Guyver up there um, Guyver I would also put oh man
0: I remember seeing a video not so long ago this is another fucking boring thing but you, you'd be, you be interested so what was the what was the breakout tune that he did I can't remember oh. Guyver
1: uh, Man on the Moon Man, well, on, the, Man on the Moon uh, it yeah. on the, on the, no the it moon. wasn't it was Serious Sound Man on the Moon came second so Man on the, the moon, moon, moon was one of the first yeah. re- uh, not Serious Sound sorry was one of the first releases on Tidy 2
0: right let me think I might get confused here it's one of the two tunes yeah yeah right and he i seen a video um, correct me if I'm wrong as well I'll find the video and I'll send you it mm-hmm. it's him and he showed he'd he done a breakdown of one of them tunes I can't remember which one it was to be, to be honest with you could have been Serious Sound I think well, anyways and it was he showed you how how he wrote the riff for mm. um, uh for a big, big lovely hands in the air trance riff, and he said it was it was just the notes from um out of the blue, and he rearranged it in a way to to get it. sounded. it's it's like oh wow, like it's. it's it, it, really it, I've always rated his stuff when yeah. I, when I even took when I first heard it. I was like, this is good.
1: Um, so, hang on, who have you got? Bamford. And,
0: yeah, it's
1: Guy uh, Bamford and Guy. Um, I would put be Beyond up there as well to be honest with you Beyond. the stuff that they, they make now is, is more based for international yeah, especially yeah. American market. Yeah. like still fucking really good trance man see stuff like uh, like the Sirens of the Sea album well, satellite, Satellite's probably in my top three trance tunes of all time
0: beautiful vocal
1: I bought that and everyone I bought it all the mates were like that's cheesy I don't like that a couple of years later they brought out the entire album um, which probably more one of the, the standout tracks on that for me are A Lonely Girl and uh, I am what I am, but we change the words all the time, me and Mackie, and I'm not even going to go into it because <laughs> um, it could be construed as bad. Uh, <laughs> but, like, there's another tune on it called Beautiful Together. Oh, yep. mate, always, always Cash. have that tune. I'll tell you, who else is on my list as well, uh, Giuseppe Ottavani, and um, I'll even put Early Emery up there right. for his stuff, man. Yeah. And, and definitely Carson, man, because. One of the best trans tunes in the world. I I used to start a lot of trance sets with was was beautiful. Class tune. Yeah. Beautiful's unreal. Yeah, oh, phenomenal tune like.
0: Well, I remember when can when I I booked you in two thousand fifteen to come and do a set down in TGS for It I was think. seventeen,
1: wasn't it? Seventeen. Ah, it was seventeen, yeah. yeah.
0: I it was, 17. was it the History of Dance one? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, oh, uh, it? It was
1: seventeen. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I've uh, I must have lost track of time. Um anyways and I think you played um Satellite, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. there was me and you, just looking at you, there was no
2: one in yet, I was on first, so wasn't it yeah, yeah, No, in yeah. fact,
1: who was on before me, man?
0: Palmer, Palmer yeah.
1: playing Melbourne. I don't know, like um, love Palmer like yeah. It just looks honestly, just looks like you could take that head off him and put it onto a different body and it would look fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like I know I've got a big head, right, but he's just got one of them kind of round heads and a cap on it just makes it look even rounder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, we can't talk about big heads in that one, are Because yeah, oh, I'm the biggest hey,
1: head. Right, I what's the size of your head in inches? Let me see that. Let me see that. Is it a snapback? Fucking massive. He's got a snapback, mate. Get out of town. Can't even get one to fit us. Can you know? 25 inches around, mate. Hey, big burn. <laughs> <laughs> used to, when I worked at Walkers, one of the lads used to say, fucking hell, lucky man. I'd love to have your head full of pound bits. I could retire. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my, my brother's girlfriend at the time, who was, it was Karen, now his ex-wife, hmm. she worked at Kangol and could never get caps to fit because I had a big fat head right. Don't we tell measure, me
0: the me- them for you. No, no, measured <laughs> it, measured it, man. Oh.
1: Uh, 25 inches around. Wow. Now, to put that into perspective, when I was 18, the girl who I was going, his waist wasn't even that size. Wow. <laughs> so now I can only get to fit it, right? Uh, you know like the 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 the, the uh, you know the ones that are stretchy, they've got yeah. the sizes in them. Large to extra large fits, but I've got to wear it a few times before I wear it out because <laughs> leaves a big ring around my head. I've since discovered you can get extra large to XXL from America. But you're talking like maybe forty good to get it delivered, Yeah, man. it's not also, it I, I, like but the thing is, mate, it's not it's non negotiable for me. Look at the size of this suede in the summer, can you imagine how red this is gonna go? <laughs>
0: I can imagine you just sit walking around your house with the hat on. Oh, i like, got to have a good like, stretch head, man. it. come I'll I'll
1: around and he'll laugh at us because I take <laughs> it off and it's just this elasticated, around me
0: It's like uh, have you seen on on Matilda the movie? Uh, Do you know Matilda? Yeah. And the, the, he's got the thing glued to his head, and he's just got uh, a white, the black stripe. That's <laughs> what I <don't
1: laughs> imagine. Not far from what it's like, mate. Not far. From so, hey, so, you know what we said before about um, about daytime parties and stuff. Yeah. So, the dynamic of tidy weekenders has changed dramatically as well.
0: Because, I seen on the last um, one, by the way. that's uh, the, yeah, yeah, the
1: Tidyland one. That's what this one's going to be like. So, because they were fully aware, everyone was absolute headbangers. There was not much daytime activities. But see on these ones now. And also, that was because they used to be in March and October. Yeah. Now, I went to a summer camp once in Canberra Sands. <sighs> don't drive to Canberra Sands, kids. It's a long fucking way. Yeah. Um, but we, we went to this and uh, But these ones now are held in the summer. Now, the last one had uh, like, I don't know if you've ever been to a butlings or a pontings whatever it is. Yeah, big bit of grass in between the blocks, don't they? So mm-hmm. last year at the one there, they had like a trance stage and a house stage, huh. and other stuff going on through the day. I prefer that. I prefer that as well. But there's
0: on. historically um Tidy Weekenders is famous for everyone going in too hard on the Friday night, Yep. and like obviously the Saturday day time probably roll off. Then isn't uh, yeah. it? you know what I mean. I, I can, so. I'll
1: give you. I'll give you one here. We went to uh, which one was it? Was it the Dirty Weekender? I can't remember which one it was. I was in the club twice once on a Friday night to watch Whedon Ben when they started at nine o'clock and the next time I was in was a Sunday night for Glasby. set at the end because that was a staple that was Glasby used to finish them on a Sunday night he yeah. oh,
0: f- was, was always p- play the same tune when uh, I was always kick it yeah,
1: which kick was uh, it, yeah. BCR1 which was uh, uh, it's, a, it's a tune as well though, man do you know what I mean I like it yeah it is I it's,
0: uh, it. think they should maybe change, change it
1: though um, I think now he's retired from yeah. DJ and I think he lives in uh, Australia or New Zealand somewhere now Glasby
0: yeah, but as I say, like, cause, but I think that they shouldn't. That whoever's on last shouldn't just play it for for the sake of. Oh no, I don't think. That. I don't I think they should make a new anthem. And like,
1: well, the thing is, that's the weird thing about Tidy. There's hundreds of them. Hmm. Like, um, like, 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 uh, prime example is um, trust me I forget its name. Heaven's Cry. Yeah. Like, there's been oh man, it's been there's been remix of, remix of remix of remix on that. Now, yeah. Another good thing that's good about Tidy as well is they do like, um, it's, like the first one they did was milked. Yeah and, uh, yeah, and rinsed. I milked and rinsed, and I was another one called. Um, oh, there's a D. I can't remember what the D stands for. Uh, I know, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. basically just the series of their tunes that have been released a million times, remixed again. Yeah, and it's really good. Class.
0: Man. Yeah, but um, so you could, do you want to go over some stories from the tidy weekend? Have you got any? Got, got any <laughs> little little gems?
1: Um, <laughs> my friend Nick the Greek once uh, on a Sunday Greek. night he gave his. Uh, it was Nick Graham from Seaton by the way, yeah. he's in Scotland now. Nick uh, Nick took his jeans off and gave them to Paul Glasby on the Sunday night, and then we found him in the car park on the Monday morning. As we were leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Class. That's probably the only safe for work one I can give you. Like, <laughs> Class. There's these oodles of a man. Yeah. It was, it was really, the thing is as well, what really made it like good, like when I was younger, was it was it was an encapsulated environment. Yeah. So, well, the club was there, your bed was there, your room was there. It was like, like no one was bad. Do what you like. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as now, I think like I'd be quite happy to get to bed.
0: Um, I, I just want to ask you as well, because obviously, how old was you on know, the first one, did you 22, say? 22, 23, something like 22, that. 22, 23. What was it like going there for the first time? Because, like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but say you're going there and everyone's hyped, oh, the, t- yeah, yeah. the tiny weekend is really yeah, yeah, good, yeah. really good, really good, yeah. and you're driving down and it's, it's all part of the excitement. It's a long
1: fucking way to Wales.
0: Yeah, it is, it is. It is. But you're going in and it's like... It's 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 a strange feeling, but it's like you're all going to this this holiday camp for 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 all mutual love yeah, and yeah, music. Yeah, the same thing, eh? Yeah, and it's like the the hype's on when you first experienced the the, the tidy weekend. Uh, it's it, it, it different to everything else for you. It
1: had it had the same kind of feeling and emotion as the conversation we just had about Ibiza.
0: Right, same thing as well. Same kind, on, on, on same kind
1: of feeling, I. Eh? Yeah, just like yeah, it's just and again, it's one of those things where it's. It's not like reality. It's yeah. just It's just, you're just there. And the thing is as well, you, the thing that was different from a B3 is you're Tidy, you're, it's a smaller place you're encapsulating and everyone's there for the same reason. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, you get your, your full selection of uh, of all walks of life, with weirdos and people like that, but everyone's there for the same reason.
0: Yeah.
1: And like that, uh, that is just, that, the, the, the atmosphere inside like that and when you're in the club and stuff like that, is it's unreal because of that. You know what I mean? And the amount of effort that people make for things like which I don't do because I am world world's most renowned lazy bastard, right? Yeah. Um, and when I'm going, when costumes and investing, when I'm going like it's for absolute functionality and comfortable comfort. Yeah. I not know, people who have made stuff at home and like shit like that, man, and it's still a lot like that now. Apparently, yeah. I Haven't been or like a tidy girl, even a hard house gig, for, for such a such a long time, man.
0: But I think it's a good it's 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 a good thing like. It gives you a sense of camaraderie, and, and, yeah. and, and I, I love the fact that people are so invested in that record yeah. label, because it is. It started off as a record label, and yeah. people have invested their whole, and dedicated their whole lives oh, to it. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You go and have a ratchet around on there, on the, and you just type the word tidy into SoundCloud and see how many people who are DJs have adopted that into their name somehow.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: have probably never played it at a gig, but <clears> would love to. Like, like Tidy run a competition every year. Every year they, for people to win a to win a set at the weekend. Mm. It's, it's, uh, it's a
0: very like it's, it's like a, almost like a family style business, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: And there's a lot of people who are like heavily invested in it. As such and they do like every week they do like Twitch shows. I think they do it's one on they do Tidy Tuesday. Yeah. Which is like Tidy like, Two, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Class. Do you know something, my lad? Um, he's probably he's probably one of my favourite DJs. Like. Mm. Go on one. What's your favourite? What's your favourite? Um, I'm asking this for a reason. What's your favourite uh, compilation album? Like mixed? Off tidies, oh No, of, of anything?
0: Ever. Anything. Right. That, well, it depends. I've got one that I've got emotional attachment to because yeah. it's more like nostalgia and it's where I discovered sort of things. Mm-hmm. There used to be a thing called um, In The Mix, Ibiza right. Classics. Do yeah. you remember them? Nope. No. But carry on. Uh, it came out in sort of mid-2000s yeah. and it was called Ibiza Classics In The Mix. And I heard it and it had like... Obviously, like all the big trance tunes, I think it's a Ministry CD. Um, so obviously, they could have got a lot of licenses for tunes. And I heard that, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is like this is what I heard on Kevin and Perry." So yeah. it's all linking together. Right. You, you'll be able to figure out my story as we talk through. This leads to this. This leads to this. Yeah. But when I when I heard in the mix of the classics, I was like, "This is the stuff of Kevin and Perry and more." do you know what i mean so it's like so i was like i discovered bear in mind i was only about six years old seven years old at this point but i discovered uh like off that i'd heard um till i come um atb, ATB and right. uh dj yeah, dj bellissima uh quicksilver, yeah, yeah. DJ quicksilver bellissima, um what else was on that seat on that mix um that, that wasn't on because obviously it had all the, the the Kevin and Perry tunes on like your dad you strings yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was on. To be fair, um, and it just sticks out in my head that these. Was these, it mixed or was it just a compilation? It was it was a mixed compilation, um, and it it had like um, Carl Blanche on and stuff like yeah. that. Like re- really opened my eyes to like there's more to this. And I remember this is why I'm, I'm attached to it so much. It it's not the best compilation ever. But I'm attached to it so much because I had a track list in there, right? And it was the early days of like the internet, right? And I could go and I could search these artists' names yeah. to find more. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Then f- and then i and then I've found more and then someone's done a remix of their tune, so I listened to their tune. Bear in mind I'm only about eight years old at this point when I'm doing this. And I'm like,
1: just for context, when I was that age, I was probably shitting in my hands and clapping. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but, like, I was. Dis- so, so I discovered an. Um, I remember it, above and beyond on a remix yeah. that I'd found. And that's how I discovered. them. they did a, a remix of uh, ATB. Um, it wasn't Till I Come, I don't think. It was. Oh, uh, sure
1: was it? Uh, uh, might be. It, what, 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 no, was it. I don't know. stop. Maybe. Hmm?
0: Don't stop. I don't know. I don't know. Don't stop the tune. Don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop. Uh, but I don't know what, what remix it was anyway. That's how I discovered who they were. So then uh, I went. Right on the internet, above and beyond, who are they? Mm. Come on! And then there's people doing remixes of their stuff, and I'm just coming out. Oh, I don't like them. Right, move on. Right, next one. And then See, that's at that's this that's point, th-
1: that's the wonder that the internet brought,
0: though, isn't it? Yeah, but like I remember spending. Doesn't it, it seems a bit a bit silly now? But it was when the, the internet was first sort of breaking and coming yeah. in. And it was on dial up connection. Yeah. Um, and I remember searching for web pages and I'd spent the whole evening and I'd only found about 40 tracks because when you hit the search button, obviously, it takes a little bit to load. And then you load up these web pages and then, like, you've got 30 second clips you can listen to because it buffers it for so time. long.
1: It takes like five minutes for it to Yeah, go, exactly. You're just like waiting patiently. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And you just I used to say it buffering and then let that load right and then while I'm looking i look for the next artist that I'm looking for on the list and make like this big list of tunes and then from there that was my base point. My base point in music was this track list of, of twenty tunes on off a B for classics yeah. in the mix to I had like a hundred tunes that I knew now yeah. and that's how it built from there. Um so that's what that's the one I'm emotionally attached to because without that I wouldn't have discovered so many
1: See that's things. the wonderous thing. No, like an like, imagine with pre-internet, you just you know all you could have was things like Mixmag, DJ yeah. Mag, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, there, there's something like that I miss as well. Like, um, like cover-mounted CDs. Yeah, like classic CD you'd get on Mixmag. Some of the best CDs in my entire collection was stuff like that. Stuff like Above and Beyond, Laser Kiss, Trans, yeah. uh, Jeremy Healy's Clockwork Orange Mix, uh, Paul Van Dyke, the Music Mix, uh, the Music uh, CD was just a white label I can't remember, and the Hard House ones like uh, uh, like Fergie, let like, the Be Hard House. Yep. Uh, Eddie Halliwell's uh, Bosch. Oh, Class. man, Just unreal. Class. And they were just for free on the front of a magazine.
0: Yeah. Great promotional tool. And it's just, mm. it's one of them things now. If them mixes went on SoundCloud, you'd just listen to it and that's it gone. Like it's gone though, in space at times.
1: If you go on YouTube, there's a page called Covermount CDs, and Yeah, yeah. Pretty much no, but all of them are on you, there. You, oh, but now you're when you what you're what mean, discovering
0: them I mean, now, yeah. it's just like, oh, just another SoundCloud. Again, it's mix. like we were
1: talking about before we started, though, the, the availability of everything at your fingertips. Means that you don't listen, which if you only had a CD wallet here with five CDs in, yeah. you would listen to those five CDs. But now you've got like 78 million to choose from, man. Of course, you pick and choose what you want,
0: absolutely, mate. It's, it's just one of them, isn't it? It's like, hey. oh, um, don't worry we are still recording i was just
1: uh just, just checking just checking as i said before we started just recording. a little skitty nibble in the back here i go that still on yeah te- <laughs>
0: techno for but i seen a red light on there and i, just <laughs> uh, I thought oh fuck but it's not it's, record- yeah. it's recording It is recording. the reason i
1: asked you for yours is because i have got one or i've got two maybe the first one is uh Crasher transmissions right pink cover disc two matt oh. hardwick
0: Right, and that stick out to you. And that you know. has
1: that has huge emotional value to me because of partying, remembering parties and stuff like that. And, yeah. and eventually, we had, um, Ryan Steiner actually got Matt Hardwick to come and play at an Insomnia United Brayford Memorial and Keswick. Matt Hardwick, Crusher resident, came and played there. And it was unreal, man. That and, sounds um, mental, to be fair. Oh, hugely, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the other one, which is probably my favourite of all time, is is. Uh, don't tell me you forgot what it's called, man. Oh, it's Resonate 4, it was a tidy, it was a hard trance tidy Class. range. Yeah. Resonate 4, Leaslam. Oh, yeah.
0: all the Resonate CDs are fantastic! Aye. Yeah. One of my
1: favorites though is uh, what were the German dudes called? Resonate 5 Alpha oh, Zone. Sorry. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, it's pretty good that man because that kind of German hard trance sound is completely different to what we had over here at that time. Yeah, but like the Resonate 4, man, and on it was a tune. Um, oh, fucking Steve Hill alone. Oh, heard it there, right? in a tidy, and it took another two tidies, so it was a year and a bit before they released it on a tidy white.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and honestly, mate, it's probably one of my favourite tunes of all time. It was engineered by Maddox, and the thing is, if you listen to it, there's a Phil Reynolds tune called he's It Cracking On" or "Back to Abs," which is almost exactly the same synth pattern and riff, yeah, apart from the change of a couple of notes, right? Uh, but yeah, that's probably one. It's oh, one of my uh, more so than anything. one of my favourite tunes because I had to hunt for it. Yeah. And then another one, like uh, um The excitement of that oh, is, yeah, is yeah, yeah. phenomenal. Nothing yeah. and, then, uh, and then another one, um, Rob Tissera from The Dirty Weekender, because Tidy O's released the CDs after the gig. Yeah. Made a tune called Rob Tissera, Vanna oh. Groover, and the Red Beautiful Like You. Hunted everywhere for this, right? Me and my mate Kel, um, mm. and we'll go into Kel later if we've got time, because Kel's fucking phenomenally um, important in my musical life. And, er. Uh, uh, hunted everywhere for this tune, man. Actually, ended up finding on a website uh, the vinyl groover's email address. An email, and said, "Look, mate, I really want this. My mates moving to Leeds. We're having a leave him doing stuff like that. I need. I want to buy this tune as soon as possible. Like, can you tell me it's anywhere out?" And uh, he says, "Yeah." And this was on a Sunday morning. And it's like, "Um, on Monday morning, there's uh, there's four uh test presses going on sale for like such and such." And I think I paid fucking twenty quid for the record and fifteen quid to to leave the next day. Like <laughs> leave and <laughs> the Cal's do never played it again. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I loved it when yeah. I loved it when I heard it on the mix so I Loved it, but I've just one of them tunes I flick it past, going that's better.
0: Do you not think? Do you not think, eh? Hey, the, the the story you tell you've just told there's worth 35 quid. Do you know what oh, I mean? I like told me, like I, the memories of yeah. yeah, yeah. Hi. But yeah, class. <laughs> um, sort of got lost on a fucking thing there. Um, I wanted to ask you um, the experience because obviously you were saying about going into uh, you went to Leeds for your first rave and that. Mm-hmm what was the what was the or, or even going to tidy or a beef, mm. any of these things. We'll, we'll talk about your first when you first went into we'll start with your first club event. When you walked in, what was the, what was it like for you?
1: Lee Town Hall is a big pretty weird fucking place and I'm sure there's like a big pipe organ or something at the back of the stage if I can remember correctly. It was just nuts. There'd yeah. been to like raves and that around here and stuff, but yeah. it was just it was just it was a place I felt comfortable in. Playing, like. playing the music I like, bringing it on people who like the same kind of thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just comfort more than anything. What was the
0: first club you went to in Ibiza?
1: Hmm. We got there on a Sunday morning, uh, like 5am. Oh, this is a great tale. Um, and uh, the first time we went, that was on Monday night, we went to Manumission. Right. To see Fat Boy Slim. And like, the other thing is, have you been to Manumission? Have you been to Privilege? No. Fuck off, big, huge, massive, massive club, right? pool in the middle and a stage that it was then and a stage yep. in the middle of the thing uh, dance floor there dance floor here dance floor there balconies and all sorts right and then a little back room at the side which is just open plan with big windows all the way around it hmm. and then Fat Boy Slim's playing right and he's not like up on a stage or behind a thing he's on a little tiny podium hmm. that's just as wide as the decks yeah wide that way but a step up about that high like no, a, barriers, like a, no like a stri- like him, like like. strippers thing no <laughs> nothing, like. obviously it's, it's, it's walled off apart from a little bit you can get into right? Yeah. but he's just there there's no stage out right around him and, and like, and I love Fat Boy Slim Norman Cook's one of my Norman Cook's up there but and, he is, man, yeah, yeah, absolutely. and, and he's know. just there I didn't like, tell you my like, final five but he's, oh, he's, he's, he's on there yeah, he's just,
2: just there,
1: there. He's, he's just there it's Norman Cook he's just there Yeah. am like, getting goosebumps telling this story now look at that he's just there and honestly, well, man, me and my mate Mackie just fucking sat and just, just danced for his whole set, man.
0: I imagine he was playing big beat at the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I,
1: the standout tune that I remember, though, is, um, oh, man, and I've got it, and it's so hard to mix into or out of. Um, uh, Scott Groove, Mothership, the Daft Punk remix. Oh, yeah. man, what a tune. Awesome. Like, and he played stuff like uh, like um, like his remix of The Beastie Boys, and like some. He played some of his stuff from his album because it was around that time of You've Come A Long Way, Baby, but they were more kind of like club orientated remixes, not the, the album cuts if you know what yeah, I mean yeah. and it was phenomenal man and that guy was like one of my musical heroes and he was just there yep. literally I would I, I could have been dancing this like for me to you away from him and he's just up a little bit higher it was unreal
0: the thing is, he's only your musical hero because of Caravan of Love, isn't he? Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> not just that. I mean, there's there's other House Martin stuff that I've read. Really like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like uh, like Happy Hour and stuff like that. Yeah. But Caravan of Love, like the video of Caravan of Love, where they're all in the church yeah. and they're just, stand up, stand up, stand up, <laughs> and they've got the fucking
0: uh, they've got the the, the, the crosses I, the yeah, there. yeah classic uh, class.
1: See, that's the thing as well. Like, right? well, we've been sat and talking about dance music, but like. You'd be better asking me what I don't like musically than what I do. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Like the list is so much shorter. The thing is, I'll give anything a chance. Dude. I mean, even like, even like, I'll say like, I'm not a big fan of bounce, but there is a lot of it that I do like. Like a lot of it. Right. I don't Massive really like
0: kind of Brad refresh, aren't you? Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely. Endorse this man. What I do like,
1: what I can't get away with, though, is like hard style. So I like hard style. <laughs> Some had- of it's okay. Like, like a lot of a lot of Gaz West stuff. A lot of dark by Design stuff is good, but. Like, see, like, the Alex Kid stuff and that. There's no, for me, there's no soul to it. Yeah, yeah. It's very industrial. You know, if it's got to have a bit of soul, it's got to evoke a, mm. ev- and invoke an emotion other than just the mucky onion face Though, Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's got to invoke... Uh, it's, got to, it's got to... It's got to hit me, in a way, and that just doesn't for me, really. Yeah, um, I can see what you mean. Um, to put it bluntly, like, I'm a big tart, I like big vocals. You'll catch me dancing on a handbag anyway.
0: <laughs> um, no, I can see where you're coming from. Um, absolutely. It is an acquired taste. And for a long time, I'd never understood what it was because to me, I've always been synth based mm-hmm. and I always like a good chord progression. You can, you, yeah. honestly, like, it's a weak spot for me, do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And, um, and I just thought, like, I, I can't remember what I was listening to one day. It could have been like a Kutsky thing. And, and, and for some reason I thought, ah, this is, it. he just, someone just clicked and it was just like,
1: I do like Kutsky a lot as well though. Yeah, he, he plays a variation yeah, though. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean, like it's the same with guys West stuff, he doesn't, his, his production's really good as well, he'd maybe be on my list like, yeah, Dark by design, like, like, you know, they, they, they say there's, you, the People say this tunes you shouldn't like, you shouldn't draw a, a mustache on the Mona Lisa, but there's people who have remixed tunes that are amazing. Like the for, Paul James remix of Tony DeVitt, The Dawn Will Go Down in History is probably the best remix of that tune, and probably one of the best tunes ever released on Tidy. But yeah. Gaz West did a Tidy White remix of it,
2: right? Like, and Tidy
1: White was just a subsidiary label with the Tidy And Gaz West remix of The Dawn is pretty fucking good. Now, the thing is, with a synth that big and like and a, and a, a, a riff and a fucking and a breakdown like that. Like, there's not a great deal you can do to it, but he did, and it was really fucking good, and I play that a lot, more than the other ones. Um,
0: well, you were talking about sort of harder styles and that. Okay. I discovered this this girl, and I feel so bad. Oh, no. I was going to say, I feel so bad, I can't remember her name now. Right. Um, I don't know if she produces or not, but she, she's a DJ, and someone gave me one of her demo CDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't remember who it was. Somebody gave me it anyways, and I was like, i, I put it on <laughs> And straight away it went in. and It was this. This sounds like you're gonna know, kind of, it. Just it sounds disgusting. But if you heard it, you might be. You might enjoy. It. It's like 190 BPM. Wow. Um, and it's raw style. It's just wow. really like. And I was like, wow. And I went back to it like, I, like I didn't. I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't like it. Yeah. And she's called it. Uh, I She's from Australia, so I don't know how I've ended up with the CD in my hand. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know how it's got to me. Um, and it's a girl called Scatterly uh, I think her name's Natalie some something or other um, 90 oh that's like oh I'm not joking mate like I, I, so
1: I that thing so, so 190 beats really you're talking about 3 beats a second oh it's, it's like well if, if there's 60 seconds in there yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah 3 beats yeah. a second right that's it's, fucking insane it's insane how do you like so do you think that she sorry to interrupt you but she, hmm. when she maxed that she starts at 190 or do you think it's slowed down and
0: I have no idea how it's done, and do I don't like want this? to know really because it will maybe spoil the yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Like sometimes I wish I wasn't a producer because I can't listen to new trance um, as a listener. I'm listening to it as a producer, the and it's is, really well, frustrating.
1: The difference, and a lot of people say, i well, it's not the same as old trance because yeah, yeah it's just different because of the the, the technological yeah. restrictions." they oh, have. oh no, happened. I love new trance, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. but I can't. I don't have the attachment. So do you know Darren Porter? yes uh, DT brilliant DT. producer right
1: oh no it's Darren Jake, not Darren Porter yeah. yeah I know Darren Porter as well I don't
0: um, know him but I know he is he, he produces some unbelievable euphoric stuff yeah right?
1: he's always on his reels on Facebook as well isn't he he'll just be on there she so he'll be working on this and play a little bit
0: Um, uh, yeah I think I'm not sure if I've got him on Facebook you know Um,
1: it's worth, it's worth, a, it's worth oh, okay
0: well I'll check it out actually but and he's, he's one of these people um, and like I love his stuff absolutely love yeah. it. But I, I'm not emotionally attached to like I am with listening to the late '90s sort of stuff. Yeah. It's because when I first heard yes. Adler, right, I didn't know how it worked. I didn't know how it was structured. It just sounded good to me. Mm-hmm. But now I'm sitting. Darren Porter brings out a new tune. It's unbelievable. But I was sitting there analysing the kick through well, all it's the not, fucking well, it's not just
1: That though, it's, as well, it's because the stuff from the late '90s has nothing to do with you being a producer. It's it's the it's the attachment you have to the music. Yeah. More than anything, it's the attachment, it's the, it's the nostalgic feeling that it invokes in you. Yeah. And it's got nothing to do with you being a producer. I think that it is something that's been like I've read, and I'm pretty sure I've read it, so if I'm wrong, anyone else can just kiss my ass. Uh, <laughs> now, the older you get, your brain your brain is less likely to accept newer music as such. You know, you find yeah. you like less and less stuff. And that's like kind of how it is with me for DJing at the moment. I struggle to find... Anything that I liked DJing as much as I like DJing the older stuff. Yeah. Every once in a while, don't get me wrong, I'll come across stuff that I do like. But like you know, I it's one of the reasons why I, I don't push myself for gigs in that as much anymore because nobody wants to see me play the same twenty tunes I played last time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what see, I mean? I'm the other way around. I embrace new music. But I, earlier you. on, when I was 18, I was like, I like this style, and this is it. Like a proper, like...
1: I only like beef, like we yeah, <laughs> like saying. Yeah. I was like,
0: I had this thing where I was like, I like this, and nobody else can tell me any different. And it's like, it, and as I've got older, my palate's got wider. So oh, it's I, like, it, it, whereas usually, it, look at... look at the, Again, the like you
1: are like you are a lot, lot younger than me. You'll get to an age... At so your age, I was exactly the same. Yeah. But you a lot of get people older. get, like,
0: funneled. So that the, when they're younger, they'll go, oh, I went to drum and bass night, oh, I went to bounce night, I went yeah. to a hard house night. And then as it gets thing, then they only go to bounce and hard house, mm-hmm. then they only go to hard house, then they only go to tidy, mm-hmm. and then it, it becomes so funnelled. So niche. Yeah. yeah, it's like they only like that and nothing else. Whereas with me, mm-hmm. my thing seems to be getting wider. I only ever wanted to go to, when I was younger, like say like Wigan Pier or somewhere mm-hmm. like that, right? But then I only found myself, I only wanted to go to Sanctuary gigs or I only wanted to go BTID gigs. And then, like, that was what I was like, alright, we'll, we'll go here and do this. Now, I want to go to fucking a random night in Newcastle where there's a fucking base DJ on who everyone's ranting and raving about. I want to see how good he is and I'm open minded to hearing. Like, good example is, which I talked about it with Chris when he was on a few weeks ago, Patrick Toppin, ear mm-hmm. fan. Right? Listen to his set. He plays so much, and it's this next generation that's coming through as well. The, the eighteen-year-olds, they, they they don't know much about DJing or out like that. Like as an average listener, for instance, and but these DJs are getting away with playing a drum and bass tune into yeah. a, a house tune, but they will mix it in a, in a in a way it'll work. That,
1: that for me, that for me, that's why I like it's it perfect. It's, yep. Yeah, yeah, because it's fantastic. Yeah, not, you're not so no my
0: my my palette's getting wider and wider, and it's like. I love my hardcore at 170, but then you talk to someone who, who listens to hardcore and they'll go, who's a bit older, they'll go, oh, why would you listen to house music? It's fucking it's boring. And like, I listen to house music and I'm like.
1: See, I will I I listen to everything, but it's, I think more than anything, like, I don't particularly like Shopping for Tunes as MP3s. Yeah. I used to really like it, but boring like it's not like digging through a crate you know what i mean yeah you know what i mean and like and i, I don't want to i'm not going to get into this fucking what's better and you're only a dj if you use vinyl and shit. <laughs> but like as well i suppose it's the older i've got right my i only found out i had adhd last year right yeah and then when i when i spoke to my doctor i said look, this is what's going on and bloody blah, blah and he said look all right we'll put you in for a test and i do it months reading up on it and reading symptoms and things like that it makes a lot more sense and the older i've got the worse it's got yeah so like just ratching for tunes. If I'm not finding anything I want in the first three tunes, I'm done.
0: Your 50th is going to be fucking amazing, then, isn't it? Well, when you get when you get to 50 in it, and it's it's, it's really heightening and peaking. Yeah. Be like ADHD.
1: Well, like it's, it's, it's ADHD, and I'm, from what I know of it, you you, you have trouble regulating dopamine. Yeah, and dopamine is what your brain rewards you with for when things are good, yeah. like like eating. You can, dopamine hit, and um, I can listen to the same song fifty times all day long yeah. and not get bored because dopamine hit in my uh, musical collection. Guess what it is? You will never get this. The tune right. that gives me G- give goosebumps. Give me, a, give me, give me
0: some sort of clue. All right, no, is no, no. It no electronic no, no. music.
1: No, no, no. I'm, I'm just. You can pick whatever you want. Like, and I'm, I'm not giving you any clues because it'll blow your fucking mind. Right? The tune that gives me goosebumps has made me cry. I can listen to it seven hundred times a day and, and makes me feel amazing every time I listen to it.
0: I don't even know what direction I would go going if I was gonna get no,
1: anywhere. It's not gonna go down the avenue you think it's gonna go down.
0: Right. So with that said, I'm gonna say, right. Off, off the, off the top. Do you know anyway. what, do you
1: know what? Just for the sake of everybody who's watching and not dragging this out, it's never forget by take that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> right. Rave day last year. We're going. To, we're going to Soul Fest. Right? We've got our own tent and our own stage, and we've been building up to this for months yeah. and everything's all sorted. We've been there all week building the stage and that. I am driving around all day listening to take that, buzzing my ass off. Class. No Class. idea why. Honestly, can't tell you why. Yeah. You Just your brain's no telling
0: you, you like, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's like, because that's the thing. I don't know if it's dopamine deficient or your brain can't regulate it, but when you find something you like, and that's why people with ADHD tend to hyper-focus on stuff for a short period of time, and then you have yeah. a hobby that you never go back to, is because it makes you feel good and you get a dopamine hit from it, and like that, um, for me,
0: take that. Does it like ever forget? Right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. Right, me and uh last week, uh, where would we? we well, we've been to our mates' house. Right, we go around to our mates every. We're going down tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have this thing. We meet up. Right, this is this is what this is what makes me normal. Right, to to an extent. <laughs>
2: You're
0: talking to me that there. I thinking, no, what I'm of thinking about who wants to be normal. No, but, but <laughs> this is my this is my. Um, Taste of normality. Right. So I live. So I go to my mates tonight. This is this is going to be a long drawn out story. I'll shorten it as much as I can. We go to our mates once a week, or they come here once a week, and I have no musical attachments to anything. I have no.
1: You're not in charge of putting anything on.
0: Yeah, I've I've got no authority of of like I'm. Well, I'm organising this night. I'm organising this rave day. I'm like I. A lot of people won't realise that watch like the, who just know me as a dj but 80 percent of my lifestyle is is life of a dj um sounds a bit fucking corny that doesn't it but but because i've got i've always got so, like i think i've got no some sort out. of yeah there's always something going on so for instance today i've got a lot of stuff going on because i've got the podcast on right <laughs> the podcast takes up a, a large portion of my life now oh, I um sure. recording editing yeah. Yeah. driving to places yeah. um so um and then i've got my I'm, i've got a musical um production session this afternoon like um before i go to my mate's house that i'm doing um, is that with, with a client or with somebody true. yeah that is with somebody um so a lot of my my life revolves around all this um and it's only more so in the last couple of years. Since lockdown and everyone's like come back out and then for whatever reason it just seems to be... The thing is as
1: well, like since lockdown there's been a lot of people sitting around going I really want to be able to do this. I really want to know how to make music and I've been sat on my own. And then there's people like you who have been sat on your own or in your house mm. just making a shit tonne of stuff and and then honing your craft. Yeah, I
0: suppose so. But I use this, this this. this is what I'm getting on to. Uh, I think I've got some sort of of illness of like um I wouldn't say illness but we've got this condition of, mm-hmm. of I think I've got some sort of maybe Asperger's syndrome or or ADHD or ADD or something like that where mm-hmm. I'm I'm obsessed with it my missus hates it sometimes when I'm like I can't switch off mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so like we're watching we we're watching Kevin and Perry last night but I'm getting people messaging me about a night that I'm doing um I've got somebody messaging me about a night I'm playing for them mm-hmm. I've got uh like production stuff that I'm talking about with. I, I, Produce stuff with Judge um, John, John Guest, John G from yeah. Century. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've partnered up with him, and we're doing stuff at the minute. Um, yeah, I think I seen a post about that video. Um, so we're we're doing that, and um, we've got this project. It's a lot of it's just sitting in the background at the minute. Not many people will know about it, but because I'm constantly doing it in my free time, mm-hmm. it's like it takes up a large part of your life. And she's like, "You never switch off." So what I do is, we, me and Misses, we have a we have a a night a week where we do something where it's there's no music related, there's no, uh, as you say, I'm a big comedy fan, so there's no, I don't, uh, no stand-up comedy, no, no, not, nothing that revolves around comedy, and I, and she, she's she's, she got like her hobbies and stuff like that, and we would Ooh. just do us, right? and then we've got one where we're going to see our friends, mm-hmm. right. and they hate bounce music, they hate dance music, <laughs> right, they're, 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 they are, when we were growing up, they were the emos, of the school, oh, nice. I was a child, they was an the emo, Ooh. right, so I love, Pop punk and everything. I've always said it on the podcast, yep. so we can talk about pop punk and that. That's as far as it yeah, goes I'm, musically. I'm a
1: huge fan of, of like that that era of pop punk. It's like, amazing. It's like just, early 2000s to, to like maybe like, like Chemical Romance and stuff like. Yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Uh, so
0: that's that's what it's like. Yeah. So for me, I just put my phone down, and if I I might have fucking 50 messages by the time I come come back. But I, for that for that time, I'm with my misses on that one night, or mm. I'm with my friends. That thing, it's sort of I'm just. Let me air down a bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sometimes, and I think it makes me have the normal life. Then, what? What I think normal, life. and I'm sitting there, and we're all having a crack. Say, say that for for whatever reason. Like it was, it was mental. This is this is what they said. they said it's mental. How erratic you are. I said, what do you mean? It's like you just make erratic decisions all the time. I'm like, no. I, how do you explain to me? And it's only when <laughs> somebody, it's only when somebody says it back to you, you're like that is a bit mental. Eh? <laughs> Yeah, it's not normal. It's
1: comparison. It's just, it's again, it's comparison. It's It's, it's, what, to, is right. yeah. it's to what is normal. Yeah. It's what is normal. you should never compare yourself to other people. And that's the hardest lesson you can ever get through in your own head, right? Yeah. Because there's always that little thing niggling away at the background. Right? But he's a, he's a perfect thing that we should have, mate. Yeah. And I'm quite happy for you and you to come on board and we'll build this and market it together and flog it on Amazon, right? <laughs> it's a relationship saver. It's just a little box. You put your phones in, <laughs> put a fucking time lock on it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I do that, like as I say, me and my missus. Because I spend a lot of time with my little lad and my missus, mm. anyways. And my phone's always going. I reply to people when I can. Do you, the,
1: do you have the Do you have the Do you have the noises on? I know you don't have it on now. Nah, no, it just vibrates. Nah, see, I don't even have that on anymore. I fucking hate the noise my phone yeah. makes. It's I so find annoying. it very really, like I will watch the phone ring. Yeah, and wait for it to stop so I can go back to whatever I was doing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. So for me. Um, the the days where we have the 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 disconnect from the world, yeah. it's like if it's it, that's what I imagine normal. I like, feels like for everyone else.
1: Again, it's 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 normality is a spectrum, man, isn't it? It's yeah. To say what's right and who's wrong, but like I, I kind of wish like I never had one of them. I, know I, them? I
0: I I go 150 miles an hour all the time, yeah. though. So like, there's no gaps in between. So this is what one of our mates says to us. She says to us the other day. It was the ones we out of Florida with, right? And this says like they didn't realise how full on I am constantly. It's like, well, explain to yourself what I mean. It's like, well, this was the last time I said I said them last Sunday, I think it was. It's like, look what you did on Saturday, mate. I was like, what's that? I don't get it. Just just a Saturday. And they're like, right, you took your little lad to that, do you know Fusion uh, at Carlisle?
1: Oh, the Trampoline Place. Trampoline Place, right?
0: We went there in the morning, right, first thing. And it, like we got open that and went went there, so burn energy. It was my friend's birth, my friend's kid's birthday, so we were there together. It was quite kind of good fun. And then she was like, "You went there, right?" And then you drove to um, the toy shop. Took a little at to the toy shop. Uh, Smith, yeah, right, but I collect I've pop, never been
1: there, yeah, it's, it's class. Oh, mate, I, I, don't think I, I, I don't think I should be allowed in. <laughs> well, like that. that's, this is this is mm. this is
0: we're going off on a bit of a tangent, yeah, okay, but I honestly, <laughs> uh, like, we're, like, this this is a tangent where it, it clicked in my head where I'm like, oh, yeah, you are a bit fucking mental, right? Is uh, we got to the Smith store and they were doing a January clearance sale on pop funcos. Um, I'd get them out, but it's a big job. How many you got? Hundreds
1: have you got one of these cell yet because there's companies
0: no I've awesome. seen them yeah, yeah I've seen them I'm not gonna I, do you know what I thought about doing for my missus right for Christmas getting one of us getting one, getting of, one of us
1: all three of us and I think that would be good That um, if you're gonna do that make sure you're all wearing matching pyjamas just so you can put it on the Facebook <laughs> <laughs> no yeah right okay no, it's disgusting. Ah, uh, properties, out.
0: I do. Yeah, I yeah. don't care. No, not, no, not matching. But we, would take a live picture on Christmas Eve and that, and not not matching. Do you no.
1: not, not find that like social media is like a? Well, it's probably it's well known, about social media is like, look at me, look what I've got. When really, like, you know. Well there was a video I watched Real life different video I watched the other day right, of, of of Instagram versus reality, right? And it's a couple of lassies sitting with some wine and some beautiful glasses on a lovely table on a nice sofa sitting next to each other with uh, with lovely bread and grapes and olives and then the camera pans around and it's a living room with kids' toys all over the shop and an absolute tip going on and pe- a big plane in the background. Exactly. Yeah.
0: See for me, right? I I think this podcast has helped people under like like I really like Brad. I really enjoy him. I'm not saying I'm a great person or not like that. Oh, you are but though. You are though. No, but people, people messaging saying, saying you, you're much more than I thought you were. I thought you were just like, I'm a DJ, that's it. It's because on Facebook... One-dimensional
1: I'm, character, that's what it is. Yeah, huh?
0: yeah. I'm very one-dimensional when it comes to social media. I'm like... 'Cause I don't, I've got nothing I've got like opinions and that I might put out now and again, stuff that might get you banned, mm. stuff like that. But like I'm well, very on one dimensional. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm very one dimensional when it comes to to right. This is my new new tune, this is something I'm working on the studio. That that's that's as far as I go, really. But when people watch the podcast and they're like, Oh, he's in Star Wars, oh he likes this, he likes that, oh he's actually quite quite a nice guy. It's like yeah, He's got
1: more going on than yeah. like I'm a dudre.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So I was telling you about this. See, so we just go off on fucking things again. Uh, we're at, uh, I went to Smith Smith's, Toyland doing this clearance thing, oh. and uh, when it comes to pop Funkos, this is another thing that people won't know about me. I, I, I've uh, do you know do you know Adam McGurk? I oh,
2: yeah. yeah
0: yeah right. So it, me and him we met through music, right? I
1: love Bergus like made yeah,
0: up social media can't Get rid of your music. Yeah, well, I've got him on WhatsApp, and we we talk. Oh, I love you before again.
1: <laughs> I've the, uh, we get there. Have the
0: we to McGurk. Yeah, nice lad. Good lad, Berg. He's, he's going to come on here one day, but obviously he's just uh, doing his own stuff at the minute. But I don't know how it happened. He messaged me one day about wanting to do a gig, and I, uh, I was like, right, no worries, whatever, I'm up for it. And then for whatever reason, we ended up talking about Pop Funko's, and I was like, I'll collect these. He's going, no way, I've just started collecting them. So, mate, we message every day about fucking back and forth about fucking Pop Funko's, and then I was like, I showed him my collection, he was like, what the fuck? Like, because it's like I, 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 only collect stuff I'm interested in. Whereas you see some people, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm so cool, I'm I'm so indie. I've got this, uh, like, and it'd be like somewhat like obscure. And I'm like, you don't even know, like, you don't even like that. If you like Pokemon, and get your Pokemon ones, mm-hmm. fair enough. So like, I get all the ones I'm interested in. But I'm interested in a lot of things.
1: So what's, it's like, what's your favorite? What's your favorite one? Then what's your what's, or what's the? Have you got like rare ones or anything? Like, I've traditions. got rare ones,
0: yeah. Um, so I went, I, I paid so. This is another long-winded thing, but um hot topic. Do you know, hot topic in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a, a short run of these wrestling ones that I wanted to be a wrestling oh, for, cool. obviously. Right, and they did. These are three independent wrestlers that I've got, Um and obviously they weren't. A, they were on short They were in hot topic, and I think yeah. they was on like five thousand or the med or whatever. And I got I got these ones shipped over, and I paid well over what they were worth. But like, yeah. It's great. Um, I could probably go and get the one I've just got in America right now if you want me to. Gannon. Uh, hey,
1: in. I'm game. Like, <laughs> I'm gamers out. Right. I'll pause it. <laughs> I'm good
0: because I need a win. Hey, just a little break between the between recording. Uh, I just wanted to get on to you about that it's time to refresh a free birthday event that we're running. But basically, I've put on a free party and. It's got it's unbelievable lineup. I've dropped the flyer right now. We've got from A to Z, if I can remember rightly, um, it's Andy Kelly. Uh, then we've got myself. We've also got General Bounce. And last but not least, we've got John G. Uh, really looking forward to this lineup. Like it's all for free, and that's at Club 135 Um Whitehaven. And it's on Saturday, the twenty fifth of March. It's time to refresh. First birthday. Get on it. You know it makes sense. Uh, back for part two of the podcast We had a we had a break because we were talking about Pop Funkos and stuff like that oh, um, So what happened was uh, Obviously got this, this collection of, of things So when I went to Florida a few weeks ago yeah. um, Just do a couple of bu- bucket list things You know what I mean So for instance um,
1: Go to Galaxy's Edge Yes Mate, I'm, so jealous.
0: I'm gonna. I'll fire the picture. In. It's really good. Uh, oh, so it's such, jealous, a good <laughs> such a good experience. Such um, a good experience. Well, you know Brent, don't you? He messaged me when I put a picture up at Galaxy's Edge on, on Instagram. He's like, mate. I was like, yeah, I know. It's it's good. That's part of like. So the the long story gone short is. Um we'll get into our pop-fun thing in a oh, minute. We've just gone on so many different fucking
1: tangents. Mate, 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 you can do what you want. The um, this thing is, it's like a wild dog. You can't give it on a leash. <laughs> <anything. laughs> so what had
0: happened was, we'd went to... Uh, we, mates I was talking about, we were going to see weekly. Mm-hmm. We just, I, I said, you know what? I've never been to America and I'd love to go. And they, they went the year before. And like, god, then we'll go. And I was like, Oh yes, get in there. <laughs> and I was like so uh, sort of talking about things and whatnot. And it started off as Uh I wanna go I wanna go and do um like a Route sixty six type thing. Oh, yeah, I wanna I see America for what it is and what um what it's all about and stuff like that. And Did you
1: see any school shootings? No. And well, you missed this, out so
0: <laughs> <No. laughs> well, yeah, I've got I've got a story about that as well. <coughs> um and and this is this is what I was getting at. So I was like I want to see America for what it is and I'm glad that it went from that mm-hmm. within 5 minutes we're going to Disney parks. I? Right. No, well, I I'm, I was like no. <laughs> like
2: no. Really? Man I, don't, I, honestly,
0: no. I don't that, would, but, that would have been my first thing for America, right? I wanted I want to for me I've I grew up fucking I'd say pretty poor. Um I didn't have much. Mm-hmm. But it was always when you watched the films I was thought oh maybe one day I can go to America. You know what I mean? Ooh. And it was always looking at like the rough streets of like uh, New York on say, say Home Alone yeah, yeah. 2. Have you yeah. seen that? Yes. Right? What right. Wow. right? What a hole. <laughs> wow. What a hole. <laughs> no, but um, come here, young man. Oh, no. man. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, it, it looks rough around the edges, but yeah. it's like it's seeing larger than life that, things. Like that like,
1: <laughs> six block area around Central Park. And exactly. He's like, yeah. like one of the biggest. Most populated places in the world on Manhattan in in, in America yeah. isn't
0: it? And like I grew, I grew up right, and this is this is, to America. So so listeners can understand where I'm coming from. America in my head was always you got your Southerners, which mm-hmm. is like your Texas, like yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah no. That's what in my head was what it was. Off the Simpsons, you got right?
1: Heard him out, boy.
0: Yeah. So the Simpsons was 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 uh, mm-hmm. what what I saw America as. Homer Alone two, mm-hmm. um, friends, mm-hmm. and and the. Well, a bit like the office yeah. to me, that's, that's what America was, and it seems larger than life. And like you see these big Empire State buildings I just wanted to just stand at the bottom, and just like, ah, yeah. I think Oh, be- <laughs> the other thing that it, it, when as a kid, this is fucking disgraceful when you say this out loud. In fact, I don't even remember if say on the podcast, you
1: wanted to throw a penny off the top of the Empire State Building, no, you?
0: I didn't. It's worse than that, mate. It's much oh, worse. You <laughs> right in my head what, what what america was like was um i used to just sit and watch news reports of um nine eleven. 11. yeah no but like mm-hmm. like when i see it and i like you watch documentaries you get to see like all angles of like the the of what uh, it's like actually like yeah, yeah 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 so i wanted to go to like ground zero and mm-hmm. apparently it's meant to be when you go there it's because it's surrounded by cars never like um roads and everything it's dead noisy but when you get there it seems to be a, a gory, eerie quietness
1: to it, Cause, and because it, it's um, where the two, the, the the footprint of the two buildings is now like yeah. uh, it's like an infinity kind of pool thing, isn't it? or, yeah. uh, or some sort of waterfall effort.
0: So that was to me. That was what America was growing up, and I didn't know anything about anything else. Obviously, you see like um, NBA games. It's all. Mm-hmm. It's always larger. Like we we're talking about what, that. Pro, the programs you were watching earlier off pod,
2: mm-hmm. and it's
0: like the adverts are just mental. Where it's like, oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
0: it's to me. That's what America is. It's like. Yeah. Over the
1: top, the crazy thing about them as well is that, like, because it's private healthcare, you can go to your doctor and ask for anything because you're paying for it. Yeah, you know what I You've got to go and like, and that's why they, they were saying they have the adverts for like testosterone therapy treatments and things <laughs> like that. Man, you know, and go and ask your health provider for such and such. <laughs> and you know what I mean? You just think, Hello, I got my doctor and say, Doctor, um, I'm putting on a bit of weight, I can't be a muscle mass, i 40. Can you give us a shot of testosterone? May I get out? Yeah, and in America, they'll go, I no worries, we'll put it on your insurance. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: ridiculous. <laughs> But anyways, the thing that I'm glad I have did it this way. So next time I go, I might go and do see a bit more of America. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I did this because I was in a a controlled area of America. Mm -hmm. I got such a culture shock that it it blew my mind. Like, it it really blew my mind. Like, subtleties. So I thought, right, um, this is how I look at America. I thought (coughs) the people, the the place is larger than life, but Mm -hmm. the people are just like us in Mm -hmm. a different climate. I didn't realise how much culture was different. Example being right, oh, I, I I've got so many examples, but this this is biggest the one that you the, biggest, most the one that shocked me the most. Right, so we're going to Disney first day. Going there, excitement. You can see the Disney sign. You're going in, and it's, everything's fairly normal and stuff like that. Um, and I'm going in, and we're park. They put you in these parking bays. so fucking yeah, there, and you've got to walk to the, get this. Like it's like um, a train on wheels. Oh, the, yeah, you're around yeah. around about it's like connecting links. And you go to there because obviously it's the closest you can get and then they drop you off right at the gate. Yeah. So I'm getting in there, put my little lad in, got put the pram in, put uh, all of my mates and that are getting in. And we're there and I'm sitting and she's going... So this is this woman on a big giant speaker um, uh, speaking there. She's going, right, uh, can you keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times just for health and safety reasons? Um, and if you have any um, weapons or... Firearms, please. Could you just go and put them in the glove compartment of your car? <laughs> Thank you very much. And I'm looking at my missus, and she's looking at me. I'm like, what the fuck? Right? Then this fella's getting out. I gotta put the guns yeah. back in the car. Gotta put the guns back <laughs> in the car. I like, no, right? Right? There's a couple of things to unpack here, right? right yeah, yeah. So the gun laws. You believe it, what you it want to believe. It's yeah, it?
1: yeah. it carry in Florida.
0: It's not open. It's clo- a closed concealed. So right. they, they had them, but you couldn't see them. Right, right, right. Right. So I was just like, "Wow, right?" <laughs> so, so my thing is right. This is the way I see it, and this is this is this is the most mind blowing part. I'm going to with my kid to a Disney park, right. a, a Disney park which is aimed at children, Universal. Mm-hmm. Maybe what more adults. What call it? The
1: happiest place on earth. Right. Why yeah. are you taking your gun? Yeah. Why?
0: Why a parent <laughs> or people who's going there taking a firearm to a Disney park? Mm. And I'm, there, I'm like. School so, shooter. Here, so I've got school. a big question
1: for you about it. like School shooter, did,
0: school shooter, school shooter.
1: <laughs> did you see any gangs? Because there are gangs in Disneyland. Like motorcycle gangs. Without the motorcycles, that all wear cuts and things like that. No. i not I've really I'll, I'll send you a little article after this. Uh, there's, there's, there's all sorts of Why are they having around at Disney? Because that's what they do. They're, they're Disney gangs. And, uh, and they have like, they wear cuts and things like that and they, they buy like a year-long ticket and it can go whenever they want and they have meetings and like
0: that. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I, I, I uh, did see that. I, I wonder what you meant there. I thought you meant like Hell's Angels. Oh, or no, something. But, a- yeah, but, but they wear those kind of <laughs> motorcycle yeah, yeah, cuts, yeah, yeah. don't they? No, invests guess, yeah, yeah. But the one
1: that got me was, uh, uh, that's what they call them, cuts with the sleeves cut off. The one that got me, the first piqued my interest was Sons of Anakin.
0: Right. <laughs> because it's like Disney bought
1: an I do fucking mind like with that. that, they wear. It's just uh, mental. I imagine that only kind of Philosopher because of the birth of the internet. Yes, yeah. so that's where you can you can go and meet all your mates or in this fucking motorcycle gang or this gang at Disneyland all wearing your vests and that.
0: It's cool, isn't it? it? It's bar me. It's keeping buying people off the streets as well.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um but like so. so for instance, that you were saying about the the gangs in that, we were queuing up to see Darth Vader, right? Do you know, like mm-hmm. the, the 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 experience. Yeah, yeah. Thing? So then it's forty five minute wait. And there was this woman and she was dead like enthusiastic towards Disney and towards Star Wars and I'm like, Oh, this is cool, this she's talking to the woman in front of her. She's going, So what's your name and where you're from? Uh, I've got this Facebook group and we're we're, we're massive fans of, of Star Wars. Where she she called herself like a star a Star Wars alight or something like that. It was like a really like oh, cheesy oh, word. Yeah. Right. And it's like, We've got forty thousand members. Do you, you wanna join She's and she's like literally there just recruiting these people and they wear these badges and like what I I I feel shit that I can't remember the name because it was a really good name. It was like it was like um, it was a a rebelite or something like that. Yeah. We're all rebelites, and if you're in this gang, you've got rebelites. It's a bit like the cult of tidy boys, like yeah, yeah. like like. The, the, the,
1: the, I'm not so addicted. You know, they brought out a book called the
0: cult. the cult of tidy. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Um, but I feel
1: like they've had too much mention on this podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah. advertising for free, you know. Yeah, I know. i will be invoicing you
0: there. <laughs> no, but it's one of that. It's one of them where it's like it's it's just insane. So, anyways, there was a couple of things on the bucket list I wanted to do. I wanted to go. Galaxy's Edge. I wanted to uh, I wanted to do the Harry Potter world and stuff like that. So also. Was that
1: in Disney or is that in Universal? Oh, fuck me, man. Not it's it's in Disney. Because right, I don't understand the layout. Because it's Disney, right? So what encapsulates... is does Disney want Warner Brothers then? Or is the Harry Potter I, thing just at know. Disney? Oh, no. Is it still no, Universal Harry Potter, Studios? Harry Potter's at Universal. Oh, right. Is there a... Still, like, so, Disney's obviously one big park, and then there's is Universal Studios a no, big park. Disney's
0: three parks, mate. Fucking oh, hell, really? Yeah, so it's in three different ones. So there's Animal Kingdom, oh, there's yeah. uh, Water. I don't know what there is, but right. it's, it's all spread out. Uh, but it's
1: all in one big area as such. You go through the one gate to get into it, and you're in there no. the whole time. No. No, it's in three different so you've areas. Have got to buy tickets to go into each
0: one? Uh, I'm not sure how it works. We, we bought the, the, the one... F- for people from the UK, the, the they King get, yeah, yeah, so then you get your, your park tickets for, for Disney, then you get your universal ones, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so there's a couple of things I wanted to, to do, um, I want I wanted to see, so I wanted to go to, uh, a, a NFL game, I did oh. that, I went to the Hula Ball, that was really good,
1: what
0: is the Hula Ball? it's, it's, um, so it's a Hawaiian, um, it's a, a derby match for, from two Hawaiian teams, right. and they get all the best college football players in, in America, to put right. for this one Hula Ball, Oh. And what an experience that was! Like as I said, everything larger than life. Oh, yeah, right. And uh, they, they do they do matches in quarters, so it's every
1: fifteen minutes. So uh, had, like ninety five players on each team. It's, all, it's it eighty
0: work. something players on each team. Eighty one players, I think, it's something like that.
1: Well, been, on on in both teams or in one on one team? on one team. Fuck me, I was so they're swapping and changing. I uh, could yeah. change because you love it. You love offensive defense, don't you? Yeah. Uh, do you know something? My memories of my earliest memories of. American football was trying to play John Madden on the uh, <laughs> drive <laughs> fucking rock hard man
0: it's 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 hard in person paying mm-hmm. attention like so i was watching and i was like so they stopped the play and then they play an advertisement on the big screen and it's like Aye. uh you were said about get your health insurance <laughs> now and it's like it's like oh my god this is this is well, a culture thing
1: like they do it for um, they, they, they stop the game for for adverts and that when it's on tv now as well
0: yeah that's what that's what they were doing so Aye. it was it was playing along with the tv yeah. Bam, so it's it? It, what you see on TV is what you see on the big screen, um, and yeah, they're enthusiastic about it. My other thing was I wanted to do was I wanted to go to an independent wrestling show. What I mean is I wanted to go to a gymnasium where oh, there was like mate. ten people there, and, that, and we did it, and it was um, fantastic. i
1: have be talking point for you after that, like, oh, well,
0: mate. there's a f- couple of things to unpack on there, and then we'll we'll unpack these. I'll show oh you. yeah, yeah, yeah. What <laughs>
2: about
0: that? Um, so basically. I was looking for these independent wrestling shows and I I found one where I knew a couple of lads on the lineup and I was like oh my god I'm going to go this it's at a place called Kissimmee it's just south of Orlando but it's where uh, I'm going to get a little bit of correction on this if 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 there's anyone watching it of this of this um descent but it's where all the Hispanic workers mm-hmm. live so they they it's cheaper living there mm-hmm. and the, and uh, where all the workers from mm-hmm. the parks sort of live go there and, it, and it's like yeah, the glitz and glam of Orlando sort of dying off, mm-hmm. and it's like it's starting to become look more like say Cletamua, for instance, yeah. where there's like estates and stuff like that. Yeah. So you're going there. I'm going to this gymnasium in South Kissimmee, and it's like it's getting less and less holiday vibey.
1: <laughs> so and more and more, am I going to get mugged, vibey? Um,
0: <laughs> the thing is, I never felt like I never thought, oh, this is rough. This yeah. the thing that's ticking in the back of my head the whole time is. Gun laws are legal here. Gun laws are legal. And in my head, it was just gun laws are legal here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who, who, anyone can carry a gun at this rate. Um, so when he was a pull up at this gymnasium, and I'm thinking, it's like, who's a little, gone? Have you all so gone? gone of, or just no, two? just two of us. Right. Um, because I said to my miss, do you want to oh, nope. <laughs> go to a gymnasium? Honestly, what an experience. Was it good, eh? For good and for bad, right? Mm-hmm. Got in there, we were the only English speaking people. Bear in mind, we were the only English people in there, but. There was no Americans, it mm-hmm. was all um Hispanic crowd, mm-hmm. and they were all chanting let's, in... Let's,
1: let's get that correct, the Hispanics are Americans. No, okay, Just, sorry.
0: Yeah, come on. We're sorry, not, all we're Spanish speaking. <laughs> yep.
1: Apologise. Don't yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. no cancel culture, don't yeah?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, But they were all uh, uh, Spanish speaking, so yeah, they, were yeah. chan- they were doing the chants and that in Spanish. Uh, and we were like, wow, this is... it wasn't what I was expecting. And How
1: big was, was not, it? Like kind of What size of a crowd?
0: About a hundred people, hundred fifty people, oh. maybe. It was it was a nice atmosphere, and then he was uh, there watching, and the show kicked off, and it kicked off with midget wrestling. Ooh. Oh my god! Hey, if you want a way to start a crowd off, I was like, "What the fuck have we come to see? You? This is this is <laughs> bad, right?" But honestly, they were they were so interactive; it was unreal. Like we're coming, this lad. He, he I think, he, in Spanish, he was called whatever, but it translated to like. The chicken man, right? <laughs> so it was a midget chicken man. He was going around like booking He had like a chicken on his <laughs> own. Fucking mental, anyways. We, we watched this show and got really good experience. Like, uh, authentic, I would call it authentic, mm-hmm. like scum. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it was just, just a, a worn out gym and and it just. Uh, but everyone there was there because they loved it. It wasn't because they'd gone to watch the latest WWE really? show and they don't really know what's going on. These lot were so in tune. These 150 people made it feel like
1: yeah, exactly. 10,000. Yeah. So and who's your favourite all-time, rest- favourite wrestler? wrestler?
0: Favourite wrestler of all time is a lad called Kenny Omega. I don't I assume you'll know who that is. I do not Because me. you don't follow wrestling. I but, do, kind of. Because this yeah. is what I was going to come on to next week okay. before
1: we do the go Pop thing. Okay. Because... Um, have you watched uh, Tales from the Territories? Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> right. Unreal show, Like, right. And have you watched um have watched the Nature Boy Doc that's on ESPN from years ago?
0: Which one? The one about yeah. Rick
1: Flair, the old one. And there's a new one called Woo. Like, right. Probably favourite wrestler of all time. Gotta be Flair.
0: Flair. Gotta be Nature Boy Flair's a re- really, really like he's up there, definitely.
1: T-shirt. I've got the T shirt, it says uh, what is it uh, um Kiss stealing Wheeler dealing jet flying, yeah, yeah, we going clasp it. One of my favorite t shirts. I was going up with a girl at the time, my boy just like, You are not wearing that out anywhere with us. I was like, Why not? I'm gonna be two clapped to a Rick Flair. <laughs> 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 Watch the docus, man, because the first one just I, about, I, I, I think I've seen
2: it to be the, fair. The first
1: one is, is done on ESPN, and I think is it 34 all the, the series was called, and he's on there. And you watched the Andre the Giant one? Yeah, oh, that's phenomenal. But that's the, the, HBO, that one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. HBO. But these ones are ESPN. The first, well, the first one's ESPN, and then this, the the second one, which has been released just before Christmas, I think, is uh, is on, is it Hulu or whatever the WWE yeah. network ones. And honestly, man, I fucking love Flair. What a guy! Like
0: we 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 talk about these things, and it sounds like very erratic when we're changing the conversations and stuff like that. But like, uh, we're talking on, on the Flair subject. He did he did the Stone Cold sessions, so. I was oh, saying, no, I, I had a bit like? of a—it's it? really is it a good. Podcast or is it it's a is podcast, you? so you watch you're it like like you know, people watching it, right. yeah. and uh, it's the only person I've ever seen who can sit there to have a conversation, and you're really drawn into. He's he's got his Apple Watch there, his Rolex there. It's, yeah. I've never seen someone wear two watches right. at once, and he's the only only motherfucker in the world who can pull it off, and it looks smart as
1: fuck. Right. <laughs> like you know, anyone else, like what are you doing, weirdo? Like if you, if you but, watch, like you watch him when you on the documentary, and he's talking about drinking and that, and he drink, he drank every day. Yeah,
0: I follow thing. So I was saying about having a, maybe having a bit of ADD or something yeah, like yeah. that. If I've got obsessed over something, I will watch every piece of material that ever existed, <laughs> yeah. right? So when you're saying, have you seen these? I've watched them a couple oh, of yeah, times. Yeah, like, yeah. the yeah. documentary in particular you're thinking of, yeah. I've, wa- I've watched it a few times. Like yeah, I, me too. it Disney so. Plus, that one? It's yeah. Disney Plus. I might have just watched it, like, on a legal yeah. thing.
1: I will know, but the new ones, the new one I've only watched once, but I fucking really love Flair. Like, yeah. It's just phenomenal. It's, you, it's only when you look at that documentary as well, and you, you look at the later parts of life, you realise how much he has affected other things... Other sporting things like the woo, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, do you know, like, oh, I, it's a culture thing, isn't it? Oh, Absolutely. Well, absolute. there was a tune
0: that came out that was in the, like number one in the American yeah. charts. Uh, yeah, yeah, with the some... Ric Flair Drip, was yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yeah, uh, favorite wrestler of all time is Kenny Omega, right. um, but a close second is Bret the Hitman Heart. Oh uh, man, uh,
1: So, there's not only, um, uh, you know, if you watched uh, Tales from the Territories, you've watched what's he called Above them Mat or. Beyond the Mat. Beyond the Mat, I Talking about when he got screwed over by Vince, oh man, and he at yeah. him when you thought that. Everyone thought that was such a good like tale and a good story and a good story, yeah. but it wasn't. He was,
0: was fucking real, raging real. with it, it, wasn't he? I
1: punched him, he says you got one
0: free shot at me afterwards oh, yeah. and he fucking punched him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a couple of listeners in the bounce scene who, who, who are wrestling fans and they're going to be absolutely wanking over this conversation.
1: <laughs> one, one of my favourite ones though, from... Uh, from um uh, Tales from the Territory, was talking about Canada, talking about Brett the Hitman Hart's dad. Now, he was a proper college Hart, dresser, yeah, 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 And, like, you know, if you got you down in the dungeon, that was it, you were fucked. Tortured, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. And he could get you by the finger, and he'd on the finger he'd have you tapping out and squealing, and you'd think, fucking hell, you he must have been an absolute fucking legend. Like,
0: Loads of people have came through the, the dungeon, though. like the British, British Bulldog yeah. and that. Yeah, they well, he, was, he was
1: married to his sister, wasn't he? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah uh, there's him. a lad who watches a podcast, yeah. and it's... Uh, British Bulldogs nephew uh, shout out Craig Smith hi Craig and seen your dad wrestle at Glasgow when I was like six (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it was uh, it was one of them things where it was I think we we got talking about about wrestling because I was interested we were down at Clash at the Castle. Did you know that event yeah, yeah. Uh, in Cardiff? And he was he, he was on the floor with with the rest of the, the Smith family, like Glass, the British man. family. It was classic. That's yeah.
1: phenomenal, man. See, Probably. I've always liked it, man. I've always had stick for liking it, especially if my dad, my dad would come in and go, "What are you doing, watching this? Grown men, yeah. tiny shorts, covered in oil, touching each other." I'm like, so yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not real. I, mean, I know. <laughs> but, you think, but you think him jumping off the top of that ladder through that table doesn't hurt? Okay. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not that it's fake. It's for a want of a better time, it's choreographed. Yeah. All these things hurt. You yeah. know what I mean? All these things hurt. You know, no matter, no matter whether it's a set up chair or not, getting whacked on the fucking head, but it's still going to hurt. Absolutely. I don't care what They've all suffered wrestling. from bad concussions now, don't they? With yeah, brain injuries and that. Yeah, I do, love, uh, I do love The Rock as well. The Rock. Yeah, he's oh, got so this brings me on to the story I wanted to tell you before. So, Go on. years and years ago at Christmas, we used to buy each other a five pound Christmas present. Mackie bought me this glass frosted. WWE glass with the rock on, and it's the old school rock with the hair and the orange yeah, yeah, of jacket yeah. on. I've had seen it, for it. I know it's wearing a bow. Lots of them don't had it for years. Yeah. Loved it just enough to hold a four forty can of lager. Yeah, and after about ten years, it got dropped and smashed. Heartbroken.
0: Okay, so, where was this? Where, where did this happen? Hmm? Where did where did this happen? Was it you who dropped? Oh, and no, it was it?
1: not. I'm sure it was a girl who was, I've seen. It was one of our children. Oh, heartbroken. <sighs> yeah. I, Probably. right anyway um, yeah. so anyway a couple of months ago got a few quid in the bank and I'm like I wonder if I can get one of these start ratcheting on eBay can't find anything so I put a post on Facebook saying I don't really want one and then I get a fucking I get a message from Matthew Manning big shout out to Matthew Manning, Manning is, on a yeah. legend day Man- Manning just to me mate I'm a huge member of Billy Collector I can get you one of these eh? he says what are you willing to spend I says I'm not arse, mate I just want one eh £25 <laughs> most I've ever spent on a pint glass ever came a few weeks later mate and do you know something nothing in recent history has brought me as much joy as drinking a can out of this glass mate class nostalgic really, yeah. yeah and that's the thing you can you know my mum was like 25 what are you doing I said mum nothing's made me this happy in ages and like, you know, and it's just, it doesn't matter what it is. You've got a little thing that makes sharp, you happy. go for it and don't let anyone tell you any different. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? Show Manning's as well. Um, I might get him to come on the pod if he's up for it. Um, Manning, he's got, he's got from some stories there. Do you know, right, know what I mean?
1: One of my favourite memories of Manning's is, right, I'm going to play at uh Mile Castle. Was it Mile Castle 66? It was called something like anyway Anyway, Carlisle for Danny. For Danny Maudlin. Big right. Danny. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know you're um, Is this uh, when he got waterlogged? no 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 that might have been a Friday I was playing on a Saturday I've gone to work at the tax office on Saturday morning because I worked there and all the way to work so I didn't have to go back to Big Rig and forgot my tunes and had to go back to Big Rig anyway but Mm. (laughs) Manning's messaging me and putting stuff on Facebook saying you got that thing you played on you can't wait to see you I've got a pocket full of pennies I'm going to scop at you (laughs) class (laughs) class like I love Manning like yeah.
0: Hey, what what's in your bag Brad oh what's in the bag what's in the bag this, this could be featured on, on the podcast <laughs> what's,
1: what's in the, in the bag? bag Brad so what's happened was
0: uh, if you've just tuned in now uh, basically we were talking about pot calls, and then you were asking about rarities and stuff like that um, I actually as you've seen at the top of the stairs I haven't unpacked from Florida oh, yet yeah. even though it's been a few weeks I live an erratic lifestyle oh, I
1: don't really well do when I've got
0: kids mate um no, it wasn't about my fucking erratic lifestyle as, as myself. <laughs> but, um, so I the... was trying
1: to brush it off on the kids, for you,
0: man. <laughs> I just, um,. These are some of the things that I've, I've... Some of the collectibles that I've bought while I've been in America. So we've got... you uh,
1: keep mint in box kind of guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. All my from all my clothes. This is a Cody Rhodes AW, uh thing. Oh. I feel sorry for the audio listeners right now. But this is... Uh, I've never seen one of these in the UK, so I thought I'll get this so one. So there's
1: interchangeable legs in that?
0: Yeah. I'm, not, I'm never going to open it, so they're never going to be changed. I just... It looks nice. <laughs> um, but the one that I've got that we we're going to talk about... Uh,
1: it's never even been unwrapped when you... I know, I had well, to, it. Yeah, I have to... Oh, um i to I'm honoured,
0: mate. Somebody's <laughs> going to be absolutely creaming themselves over ADMSR right now on the audio because it's just a lovely little crunchy sound. Uh, That's
1: just unwrapping it slowly.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was, there's a, there's a backstory behind this. Um, we went to Hogan's Beach Shop. Oh, was uh, he there? No, uh, he wasn't, but uh, I'm kind of happy he wasn't. I don't like the guy. I think he's a prick. I think he's a complete and utter prick. Um, Touch on that later then. We will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's just not a very good human being. That, that, that doesn't work for me brother that's that's his favourite line of using doesn't work for me brother mm-hmm. don't want to lose to somebody doesn't work for me brother
1: when you've watched a lot of stuff on him you realise that it, when he became the figure that he was or the figurehead yeah. he was not happy about, uh, about like, anything yeah, anything You're that didn't involve him, him all the time
0: like, yeah. yeah so what time. had happened was we went to the, the thing and in Hogan's Beach Shop there is other stuff there's not just Hogan's yeah, yeah, stuff yeah so I just thought I mean, yeah, why don't I just, just have a look and we're looking around I've got pictures in the ring and that like an absolute fucking tool uh, holding the the uh, winged eagle gold belt Do you know the original from the the, the, what, uh, the round, well, yeah, uh, the round but yes got that but, like, uh, like. and then they had the fucking they charged me $20 for the privilege mine but fuck mm. anything to make money in America yeah, yeah. so I was looking around got me Salalal NWO t-shirt got me got me a few different things and we're looking there was loads of signed stuff And I see this Pop Funko, and it's NWO, it's um, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hulk Hogan. And they all signed it. And no, one of them signed it, it's Hulk Hogan, it says Hulk Hogan, NWO for life. Uh,
1: Dude, that is quality, man. It
0: is, yeah. It's probably just going to go on eBay, because I don't even like Hulk
1: Hogan. (laughs) I love that as well, though. It's still got the Walmart sticker on from where he bought
0: it. uh, Yeah, (laughs) probably, yeah. Where he's, he's, he's both
1: decided and tripled or doubled uh, tripled or quadrupled the price. More than that, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. I won't even be rude and ask what it costs no, you No, no,
0: I, I don't mind sharing. Uh, it's got the Hogan Beach Shop sticker on, mm. so it's authentic and stuff. Oh, aye,
2: aye.
0: Um, but yeah, that's that, that's it for anyone watching. That uh, like. That's probably my most valuable Pop Funko. So that's to answer your question from oh, an hour yeah, ago. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I right, that's, that was the, the question. Uh, and that was... I wasn't going to get it but my missus was like you're only here once and yep. even if you just resell it you're probably going to make your money back and then, uh, some. And then some because they are quite hold, hard to get hold of in the UK so,
1: uh, so just from having watched uh, numerous programmes like Pawn Stars and that, do you have the is there any authenticity that goes with it to say that it's definitely him that signed it got, got
0: my a- picture fucking there well right. so it, I, I don't know uh, if it, it's official authenticity yeah, but you
1: know what I mean because you always get that don't you with, with like autographs and stuff when, yeah when so I got my picture with there. with her,
0: with her like, the fact that it's on there it, like
1: it's got the beach shop sticker and all that I'll probably add to the, the, the yeah, yeah, gravitas yeah. they want to say is the word I yeah. use
0: um, so yeah uh, that cost uh, two hundred and two hundred and thirty dollars Pound.
1: Pound. Right. What so are you twelve now
0: then? Hopefully? I don't I don't know. I I, I uh
1: think stuff's so only worth as much as someone's willing to pay for it. Willing to pay for it, yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't
0: put I've seen it on online uh, and it sells a little bit more than that. <laughs> but it is then But yeah, that was that was my that's my my rare pop Funko, so to say. Um, it's not one that I want in particular, but I mean you're there. You have to buy it if you were no, there, exactly do you know what well, I mean? Exactly, so right? So yeah, uh that that was my Pop phone call collection. I've got a couple more, but I don't think you will be interested. Which one's your favourite? My favourite one. Mm-hmm. My Kenny Omega one.
1: I love Kenny Omega, so, so it's. it's Are <laughs> gonna have to educate me on Kenny Omega when it's finished? Lance. He's
0: like he's uh, got a Mike Tyson one. Obviously, I we're talking Mike hot like, boxing. Oh mate! You know uh,
1: have you watched that uh, on Disney Plus? there's a the, the series called Mike, and it's yeah. based, it's taken from it's, a stage show he did. Yeah, yeah. It's only about six episodes, but it's hilarious.
0: Um, and i have got uh, the doc with helmet from back to the future oh wow so the, the, these are just things i'm interested in i like yeah. i like back to the future i was a bit gutted with with um, when i went to disney disney this time was it disney universal maybe i don't I can't remember the one that's got back to the future i think it's universal yeah yeah they've really like cut down on back to the future there wasn't much of it there and i was a bit gutted about that but there other things I enjoyed so oh, exactly, yeah exactly. anyway so we went proper on a tangent with this but yeah um, so who's your favourite wrestler of all time
1: gotta be Flair Flair gotta I mean. be Flair right and if not Flair then oh, I don't know who man and maybe and maybe have to get stone cold uh, maybe Stone call the HBK because it's got to be you've got a Stone Cold look about you do you know what I mean
0: yeah, well, no, he's
1: got a look of me <laughs> you know? yeah obviously of course obviously there is of course Dwayne Johnson who wakes up every morning looks limited, and thinks god damn I wish I wasn't a poor man's <laughs> outlaw
2: <laughs> class
1: that's what I keep telling Jay like, I've got my little body right into like my, my relationship with my daughter is got, it's
0: gold like, it's gold you, you can tell um, it's
1: unreal like, and I've I've Went through a very early phase with her because I love cartoons, like right, you know, yeah. I, do, and I love shit like that, man. And I'm not growing up for anyone, so she started watching Paw Patrol and Jake and the Monster Machines and stuff like that. And, uh, and then so I started mouldering and watching stuff that I like. So now she watches Teen Titans Go, but we've advanced on from that. Now she loves American Dad, The Simpsons, yeah. um, what's the one, Futurama, and uh, she loves stuff like that now. And, and um, I forgot why we got onto this subject.
0: Watching, well, just watching things that you like. That you like oh, and yeah,
1: yeah, like. yeah. So that's, I've, I've molded her into watching stuff that I really like. So i have started watching movies and things like that now. And then she wants to watch horror movies and that. And I'm terrified of horror movies. <laughs> I mean, <there's> shit <laughs> in the world. But watching Jumanji, she loved that. Like, and then both of I them, and that's what I was telling her. Like, I look at the rock, he's just a poor man's He's got you <laughs> mean that he Looks not like you. <laughs> <laughs> See,
0: uh, I'm going through this this thing with my little lad at the minute. He, he's, 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 he's four in a couple of weeks. Oof. So, Do you
1: keep the pop phone goes away, at the distance? yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, that's why I'm saying I can't show you them now because they're actually put away. Because yeah, it, it's because
1: it's, it's... There, there was that video of a guy who had a Hot Wheels collection that was the biggest in America, and his like, i just going and rip them all out."
0: Well, he got hold of one of them um, when he was really young, and he got it was Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's daughter, yeah, yeah. and luckily it was only a little like five pound one but he had that open in it he was chewing on the head and I was like oh my god and then the, the, and, then the and then the box was just in bits and I was like oh. thank god that wasn't my hardy boys It was sitting right
1: next to it they've got to be a reasonable age to understand and if you call in he knows here, now he he,
0: well him. he calls them daddy's toys so he knows he <laughs> not, to, not to touch daddy's toys so now
1: he's going to grow up thinking my dad had toys he'd never let me play with the bastard
0: <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he'll inherit them and make a fortune uh, Cause I can't see myself selling them to be honest but um,
1: I like the fact that you know you're keeping them, tell them she's, Look, wherever we go there's going to have to be a space for these
0: it's like that on vinyl as well like I still she still shouts but so I was you, the vinyl, you I was, never touched these
1: records for years it doesn't matter
0: yeah exactly <laughs> I sticked <laughs> uh, mine out
1: a few years ago and sold a few but there's a, there's a I don't, I remember so, of.
0: I did. I had a couple of doubles but like I just when I've been buying collections of people and I've just like sold them but I've never sold a record that I haven't had twice in fact so. I
1: tell you what you even bought some of them you even bought some of them dinky ones
0: I did yeah I, I bought you'd I don't think
1: I'll find thin it out any further, like.
0: Um, but basically, um, my delivery man has got a space because he knows I get twelve inch violence. Oh. Not twelve inch dildo. 12 inch
1: <laughs> 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 what? the fact that you had to like justify that man, you're not telling us the whole story here, yeah, mate. Yeah, well. You, not, you, uh, well he knows the difference between a dildo and a and just a froid yeah. slip there, lad, eh? yeah,
0: um, <laughs> So he comes and he's like he, he knows that. The, the thing, and he puts it in a certain. area I'm not gonna tell you where it's at because then everyone'll know. Anyone yeah, who, knows, who lives yeah, local will be like, "I'm yeah. looking in there." Yeah, uh, so he's got a place where he puts it because he knows that they're, they're they're a valuable asset to me. And a while are back, you
1: buying new or are you buying off Discogs and stuff?
0: Discogs is my friend. Um,
1: are, are all of yours listed on Discog? Discogs?
0: Mm, I started to, but fuck me, it no, it took ages. There is like an automatic feature now where you just type in a couple of like things and it will come up, but. It's just putting putting them on, and
1: it would be if there was an ability to just scan it.
0: And yeah, it. scan scan it. That's what I was thinking.
1: Oh, there's an idea for an app.
0: <laughs> and there will be one out there. I just don't know. I haven't used it. So, anyways, there was a, there was a thing a while back of my missus was like, you get stuff delivered like so often. It takes. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, there was a point where it was coming with vinyl like four times a week, right? And and I was just running out of space, so I have cut down a little bit now. Um.
1: Not to drop our kid, in it I've had stuff delivered to my house, pizza deliveries because of the belt. <laughs> it's <laughs> just so you know, Rich. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I hope you haven't
0: made it this far into the podcast. I, I hope the wrestling
1: thing bored you off. He's
0: just been, he's just got in trouble. Please get uh,
1: records I ordered and sent to my house, Rich. <laughs> I'm gonna clip this and just put it online. <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah, Tiger, it it'll be class. Uh, I would say that like, it's been a while though, but I'm sure. Uh...
0: Oh, uh, don't start fucking covering your tracks now, <laughs> nah. Um, but yeah, so that that was that. So I saw. I do. I've got a really bad addictive personality when it comes to things like that. So I've got my pop fun clothes Like our back room, I don't know if you've seen before when I was outside, but I'm actually converting the garage into a podcast studio. So it's gonna be a podcast, and I'm gonna have a music um, nice. production and stuff in that in that in there. That's weird. Okay, you can go for a week.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're back for part three soon. Uh, back for part three because he needed a piss again. You
1: <sighs> uh, need a huge bottle of water, man. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: through it to be fair. Uh, we'll go on to the questions. Uh, apologies for last week for Gibby's episode. We never done the questions, but it was we got so far into his story and it was just thing we haven't really even touched on your story mate that much but, we've just well, lost control awesome,
1: mate. I'm happy that we just got to shoot this shit I, like yeah. I think it's and I like it I yeah I prefer it on. I do
0: I prefer
2: it
1: I hope we will be back on
0: yeah part two Uh I'd like to do a double up episode with you and Chris oh, yeah. something like that as well I think that will be an oh, interesting watch right.
1: see it's very funny because uh the other week where, well, we were somewhere and my cousin was down and our kid will tell a story about something i think
0: it's not no, I remember it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I two, like, two different, but it's good like that because it's good to bounce off each other with questions. I, that ever happened? All oh, that
1: happened. I oh, remember uh, that. Oh yeah, fuck, I happened forgot happened that. Like, uh, you know, it did not happen like that. It was me. To say, no, it wasn't even me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so yeah, um, I all these analogies you've been saying. It wasn't even who said it was you. <laughs> <laughs> no cancel culture going on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so these are the questions for this week. Yep. Um, people, if you. Uh, want to ask a question on the pod. Uh, I never announce who the guests are until I've recorded, so um, it's hard to... Because I've got a question over there. It's like, can you ask so-and-so this? And I'm like, they were on the podcast 10 oh, episodes so you ago. Just, so
1: you just want like random questions? Anything Excellent.
0: you want. Uh, I like random. Um, there's, there's like a, there is a trend. Favorite,
1: like, what's your favourite way to cook bacon?
0: Yeah. So there is a trend, right? Well, what's the trend? Come on, tell me. The then. trend is... Music, obviously, and food. Foods, foods, a big part of this podcast. Do you yeah.
1: know mate. I could. We could have a whole separate episode of just me talking about food.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how do you cook your bacon?
1: Um, pan fry. It. Pan fry. The it. only way to go. But because of because of the situation, I told you about off point about the meds I took last year, and they put a balloon in it one way. I'm on bacon medallions, and right. I've even since then been looking more at turkey bacon. Right. Because turkey bacon's amazing. Because have you tried turkey ham?
0: yeah turkey ham's oh, I know I've tried turkey bacon but I don't turkey think turkey bacon is good not funny we'll replace great. bacon in my bacon, bacon is, bacon. is like good for the
1: weight loss situation I'm in mean, at the moment like, yeah um, but what so, i tend to find is because it's lowered in calories I'll just eat as much to the calories at the same as bacon <laughs> that, it's a good
0: plan it's a good plan I, I do that with leek <laughs> just sit there and chow the leek oh, honestly, with 3000 man, calories what's leek.
1: your favourite kind of soup soup um, and I do you make homemade soup I make
0: homemade soup yeah oh, me too um too there's a couple like nothing. a little bit of mum's soup even though a lot of people wouldn't say it's great It's I think it's a nostalgic thing I think uh, like um, but my favourite kind of soup right is my favourite soup I've ever had I'm going to sort of go off another tangent but do you know in Carlisle do you know um, do you know uh, um, Costa is yep so if you go behind there it's like a French baguette place oh I know what you mean right it's like two two floors with yep, yep, yep. right French onion soup out Ooh. there oh my word
1: French onion soup is good, lad. Yeah, it sounds very bland. So he'll ask you a question, you know, if you're a proper soupy or not. What do you do with a chicken when you're finished eating it? We guys in a soup, obviously. You, Boil soupie. the bones, make the stock. Yeah, class. Good lad. Uh, You've you um, you got to remember, I've worked in, a re- I worked in a restaurant for 10 plus years, so yeah. it's like... See, my, my old boy always used to make it Christmas, he used to make this tomato soup, man, and I love tomato soup. Even Heinz tomato soup still love it, but this soup my dad would only make it Christmas, because it was otherwise it wouldn't be special. And, was uh, it the turkey, by any chance? No, no, it's tomato. I uh, no, no. Was it the
0: was, was it the turkey stock? Like no, 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 no,
1: tomato. Um, um, so he told me that re- I wanted the recipe for years, but he said I'm never giving you it because um you'll make it all the time and it won't be special at Christmas. So he gave me the recipe with no fucking quantities on it. And then he did tell me. He says, "I will put them to you on my deathbed." He says, "What if you get fucking knocked over by a bus, Dad?" Now oh, God love me, Dad. He actually died and what neuron on and couldn't talk at the time when he died. Oh, so me and my mum to make these at Christmas just gone near it in my dad's recipe book is the recipe no fucking quantities. <laughs> tell you what, my mum made it and knocked it right out of the park, but my mum makes my mum makes uh, carrot and lentil soup, man. Oh, so it's just nice. Bag of lentils, bag mm-hmm. of carrots, onion, ham stock cubes. both that's it, man. Oh, it's got nice. to grate the carrot in, though. Nice. Mm, that's amazing. A mean. bit texture, like. And mm. then I'll tell you what I really love it really at the moment. My, um, Morrison's do these cheesy chia batters. Oh...
0: I've had them. I oh, mate. I like them. I do. Bit of
1: real butter in them and that, just in your
0: Class. soup. Oh. I put mine in the oven, like, um, so they're nice and hot. Like, uh, yeah, well, I, mean?
1: I Well, I whack them in the oven in the air fryer. Also, how good are air fryers?
0: Air fryers is, is, a, is a new popular trend, and I've been on the vibe for years. Have okay. you, man? Yeah, I've been on the vibe for years, and I, and I, I, I just can't get my shit right. I think it's because I've got a small air fryer. It's only like the size of a gammon joint, the, 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 mm-hmm. the holder. See, mine's about
1: that size, it's about five litres or something, I think mine's I think
0: mine's less than, and when I put chips in, then I can never get them crispy, like, you, you see these people who are like, at the minute, there's a trend online, and it's like, yeah, air fries are the way forward, they're, they're amazing, and absolutely fantastic, and they should put a picture on them, they've got lovely crispy chips, I can't get mine, do it. I, I, I there's like, there's just no go-between, so I'll do it, and they'll be having, like, they're soft, but then, are they just burnt, but still soft? It's what like,
1: temperature are you doing them at? Really
0: high. I don't then
1: cook them, cook them really. Well, I was them doing it low, high. and they cook, were just. Well, like cook, them the middle, then? cook them in the middle. In the middle.
0: Well, what I think is, I think I've got a small air fryer, so it's not getting enough like air going through it. Not getting enough. Yeah, so I it needs to air to like. But I don't that yeah. Work. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's my problem with air fryer. Uh How I have my bacon back to that other subject mm-hmm. is right. The perfect bacon is. Pan-fried, right, mm-hmm. and put them under the grill just to crisp off on the top. See, my mum buys
1: a streaky bacon, and my mum every morning, will have a, every other morning, I'll have a croissant with streaky bacon and maple syrup. My mum's bacon, right? we was saying my mum's a mm-hmm. hard woman before. You could pick up my mum's bacon, drop it, and shatter it. Close. Oh, it's crispy. I'm right. I'm yeah. like, I can't. I, I don't. No, know. I, it's not my favorite way, but it's still nice. Any I, bacon? Yeah, bacon's like sex, uh, you know. <laughs> any bacon's better than no bacon. <laughs> So yeah, the, the the podcast is literally just it
0: revolves around food, and that 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 it tends to be Brad, like, and it's something I've talked about in the past. And it but like, what do you think of this food? What do you think of that? Or oh, mm. this type of thing? Have you watched any of the podcasts before?
1: Mm, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So you you will notice he does. There is a loose thread always <laughs> connecting to food.
1: See, it's my like, it's one of my favorite things in the world. Food really excites me, that's what I was telling you before. Before <laughs> we started, man, what, what have you, what did you have for tea? Is probably one of my favorite questions to ask
0: anyone. So, I'm just going to put it out there because obviously it wasn't the podcast. We're going to have a new feature at the end of every podcast, and it's Al came up with it, and I think it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, and it's called What Did You Have For Tea Last Night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, oh, yeah and, and I, it's going to be on every episode. Well, no, it's my
1: favorite, it's my favorite question to ask anyone at work. We get to work when I was working on site. At like seven in the morning, I'd be in yeah. the office man, and people would come in and they'd be like, "We might come in, like, all right, Paul lad, why would you have a tea last night?" You go, oh, such and such and such, and I'd tell him, and then someone else would chime in, and someone would come and go, yeah, "Well, you this- fuck off, I'm starving."
0: Yeah, it's conversation <laughs> start, and you don't realise how good it is yeah. when you said to me, he was like, "Wow, oh, <laughs> it's a good feature." A team,
2: think, oh,
0: well. So we'll start with the questions. Yeah. Uh, hi, lad, for you, who is number one DJ? Or MC in the scene right now. That's from Craig Hunter. In your scene, you no, and no, obviously me. Uh, I'm number one and everything. But excluding me, right in the in the in the in the music industry, who oh, for, who's killing um, it for you? Who's the number one?
1: Well, uh lot of the thrill seekers killed it on New Year's Day, so we'll go with him for do the do. moment. But that'll change. Does that mind, change changes? daily? Yeah, mine changes daily.
0: Change like. uh, I'm um for number one for me right now. Um, well, who was the
1: last one you saw?
0: Last DJ I saw.
1: That you really wanted to. Not that you went to for a gig. You went to see.
0: You've, you've caught me off guard. You're
1: like nah. fucking... Um, Flip the script on you there, lad. Right. Uh, it's not a gig you were paid to go to or a gig you were playing at. Like you said, I'm going to go and see that DJ because I want to see him play.
0: The last night out that I went, um, I popped my head into soup for um, <coughs> a bounce night that was on. Um I didn't go to, to go on tour, I just went for the crack and mm-hmm. um, Blackout crew were on. Um, I wouldn't necessarily go um, usually, but that was the last time I went mm-hmm. out without being paid. Um, let's see, fucking hell. Right, so before that, so we are in December, so that was December. Um, didn't do, I was, see, because of all my gigs in between, I don't really get the chance. So I've, I, like, I had a gig on last weekend, this is a, this is a nice little fucking story, you like this one. So I had a gig on last weekend and the guy knew it was the night of the Royal Rumble They put me on. And he said, mm-hmm. I've put you on, 9 till 10, warm up mate, is that alright? You're like thinking, I might be like think I was like, yeah, all. that'll do me, no problem. I know you can
1: get on for the Rumble.
0: <laughs> so I got home, no, sorry, I got there. But the gig and he's like, I hope you don't mind, mate. But I, I seen it's Raw Rumble and I put you on. Uh, shout Bonley, by the way. Uh, yeah. he, and he says, "No, it's a Rumble." And I put you put you on first. So I was like that's sound by me, right? So I got to play loads of warm up tunes that I like. Like, but it's also phenomenal
1: that that reputation that reputation has preceded you to these gig yeah. And the guys like, <laughs> yeah. I know it's that. Rob Brad on and it's gonna be a draw. But I'm gonna put him on first. So like, no, it's a Rumble. It's that's classes, fucking it? quality.
0: It mate. Is, it's quality. Really, really like thoughtful thing to do. Yeah. Um. But it was his missus' event as well. Mm-hmm. And I remember she, uh, before I was leaving, I did my set and I obviously stuck around for a bit, having a crack with a few people. And I was talking to a, a lad that I hadn't seen in years. Um, and I was saying, I'm sorry, mate, but I'm going to have to sort a shoot off if that's okay. I need to go and watch some um, sweaty men in a, um, rub each other up um, and throw each other around. And he's going...
1: What? He looked at
0: me and he went... And it was like do you know when you see see somebody in say uh, I know we're back on to it again, but tidy. Say so they've got a tidy jumper on yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just give them the nod. Or a wrestling T shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just give them the nod. Right. He looked at me and he went royal rumble <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I went,
0: I went yeah mate. and he oh, went, he went class, oh man. class man I respect that nice one and then that was it that was the end of the thing I was like like phenomenal
1: what's, so, you, what's your next question then because I'm, 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 I'm conscious of the time because my mother god love her, is at the hairdressers and I've got to pick her up because the train's off
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, right so my, my number one DJ um, I want who I want to go and see is I want to see um Patrick Toppin so because of his variation I would like to yeah. see see him so that's one um, last DJ i seen that really blew my mind was John G in um, Santric Car Lab, but that was a paid gig uh, oh sorry I went to Soulfest Millsy played an unbelievable trance set on the Friday night fucking awesome big shout out to Millsy Millsy as well oh, oh what a really fucking on, great man. set that was I think I've talked about it on the podcast before yeah. so I'd have to say um, topping. I think nice this one nice one um Next question, uh is there anything you could change about the way you DJ and um, what would it be? Uh smashing the podcast and that's from Matthew Reid.
1: Um I kinda wish I'd just played more different styles of stuff or, uh, I'd, or I'd had the opportunity to play more different yeah. styles of stuff. Like when when I was younger I bought like I've got a I've got a lot of drum and bass on vinyl because it's so fun to mix. Yeah. It's like mixing happy hardcore, you just cut it cut yeah. loads of it in because there's so much happening and it happens so fast, but mixing three fours
0: Different, isn't it? Yeah, it's different.
1: It's not hard. It's different. Yeah. Again, the hardest thing ever is mixing Italian for me. Yeah. Because it's the knowledge of the tune you've got to know.
0: Um, If I could change anything, it would be not to people please. Um, Early on in in my 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 career, I was I was always like people play, playing tunes where i thought it would be Oh, this look at the dj who sat next to me i like this tune i wasn't looking at the crowd whereas now i just do what i want and i enjoy it so i sort of have changed that so that's what mine would be these are fucking we're going quick fire around here yeah. we're playing through these uh, and last one food one for you as well what's one sweet from back in the day that you could bring back and a that's secret. a secret secrets You know what
1: secrets? Uh,
0: yes i can no, um secrets. They, no, were, yeah, they were just continuing Their one disappeared, didn't they? Yeah, that definitely. was from uh, Andy Matthews, Andy Matts, uh, yeah, good, regular good question, Andy lad, regular contributor yeah, but to the podcast. secrets
1: that you know the one because it was all the chocolate like whisky cacao around with that chocolate mousse in the middle. Yeah. Man, what about you?
0: Right. Um, so I w- I'm going to change the question a little bit as well, but um, the one that came into my head straight away, and I've got a little quick story about this. I'll fire out is Mars delight, right? Oh, they were like the kind of crispy one, weren't they? Lovely. Oh, Crispy wow. in the middle. They they just stopped for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I've got a little I don't even know if I could put this in the podcast because it's quite a horrible thing to do really. But I'm I'm I've got a sick sense of humour, so I don't just care. So much chocolate
1: man.
0: Worse. Much worse. <laughs> much, much worse. And I fucking just gonna tell it right. So big shout out to my, my mate Annalise. Um she's absolute like diamond day one of my best mates and um a few years ago in 2016 um she had a, a brain tumor All Right, this you can see what direction this is going in can't you i've got a fucking six of the humor uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and i hope she did not mind me talking about this on the podcast or out like that um but um so she went, in, she went and she had a surgery. Everything's okay now. She's she's uh, she, like, there's a couple of things that, like, a, a balance has been knocked, obviously. She's had brain surgery, so she's a bit out of balance and that. Equilibrium so, is the term you're looking
1: for, though, right? what? Or equilibrium.
0: Equilibrium, or... sorry, he's off, yeah. So, right, uh, and I'm really sorry, Annalise, but uh, I'm going to tell this story anyways. Um, we were talking, getting nostalgic about cola cubes and chocolate bars <sighs> from back in the day, and then we got onto the subject. Of Mars delight, and I got all worked up and overflustered. Maybe the ADD or whatever, and it's like I want one, and I've got emotional. Right, and I said, right. So, so I set up an email account, and I emailed um, Mars, um, and I put a picture in of Annalise.
2: Saying,
0: oh, nice. <laughs> said, this isn't where I
2: thought it was going. This is better,
0: <laughs> <laughs> So I said, I said, um, hi. Um, me and my friend Annalise um, has been having a bit of a, a nostalgic throwback of, um, of of great chocolate bars, and one that's came out was one of your Mars products, the Delight. And I, re- I really, really, professionally worded it in the best way I could. I says, "My friend, I played on their emotions, you know, like just to see if they would do something." Mm-hmm. I said, "My it's friends have been know. through a hard time recently, and she's had a brain tumor, um, and she's recovering." and one, one of her wishes would she would love to have would to bring back the Mars light right? <laughs> and then I signed it off and everything, and, I just, and do you know when you just forget that you've done something? No. Forgot i done it, and then, like, weeks later, I thought, I wonder if it ever got back to me. Check my junk box, Mars had got back to me. Sorry to hear about this. um Hope your, 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 your friend's okay and in great recovery and stuff like that. Um, and it was, like, a little deep detailed thing from this class. I think she was called uh, Marie uh certain, like um, from um marsy's uh, marketing team um we're really sorry but they weren't that popular and we will not be bringing them back after they were discontinued um but never say never at the bottom and i can't believe i played on my best mate's,
2: <laughs> my best mates uh,
1: illness to see if i could get a chocolate Did you get for free, Though nothing see if you'd have done it for, if you'd have done it on social media they'd have sent you some it,
0: right um we'll, we're going to tie the podcast up because i know right. that it, we're a thing but one last story yep. um <laughs> I just done this because I seen it on. Um, it was pre TikTok and everything. Like this was years ago. This was about 2000, 2010, maybe. But I seen online that uh, somebody had complained and got this thing. It was on um uh, like this morning. Anyways, I I got a pot noodle, a, a, a chicken and mushroom pot noodle. The best ones, by the way.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. There is no
0: other right. So <laughs> I got it right, and I opened it up. Uh, and I thought, it, I thought it felt a bit light, but obviously we was going through the time where everything was getting a bit lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crisp packets were small, <laughs> etc. And anyways, I opened it up, and there was only the powder in. Only, there was no noodles, just the powder. And I thought, right, they're getting it. I thought I'm gonna write a letter to them and everything, and I put addressed it, just as a bit of a laugh at the same time as well. And I, I took photos, went and got them developed. Right, <laughs> <Like that's, laughs> this was what it was. It was pre, like sort of that. Uh, and I sent a letter to them, right? And the, one of them things I forgot about, and this was months, so I'm talking, it was like I'd done it in the winter, and in the summer, I, um, my, my granddad had messaged me, uh, uh, rang me and said, um, there's a big parcel here for you, What? What? Um, have you ordered anything? And I was like, no, no whatever. I, said, I says, just uh, oh, just leave it. I
1: forgot about it. Man.
0: Yeah, I'd forgot about it, because it'd been months, it literally be, it was the summer, and I'd sent it in the winter. Um. And, anyways, I got back and there was a big apology letter from Pot
1: Noodle. A Golden Wonder, or whoever uh, uh, it. Owns it I
0: can't remember who it was, it owns it, but it was like, uh, we, we, we're really sorry about this. Um, there was one or two that that has complained. Basically, our machine had, had been dropping yeah. the noodles down yeah. the side of the conveyor belt <laughs> rather than. It's a big explanation. He's a complimentary 24 king size pot noodles. Oh, wow. I was like,
2: boom, boom, boom.
0: <laughs> oh, Get in, mate. That's Plus. what flavours. Uh, just chicken and mushrooms
1: Cause, <laughs> cause on, the, on, the, on the letter that's an such a yeah,
0: on the letter right I, I went into great detail said, you only I, like love, I only like um, <laughs> I think I should be compensated in some sort of way mate I was only about 16 or something at the time and I was just like I never thought I'd have tw- I think it was 24 I got and it came in two big things right and do you know no, it got even better on the top of the packaging you know, of it Um, so the co- company that owned Pot Noodle um
1: it was golden I can't time remember time. who it was.
0: They also owned all these other things. They give me a £10 voucher as well to go and get the things. I've got a bag of chocolate Mate, and that would it. it was nice. Class. I don't think you get that nowadays.
1: You get it if you complain on social media. But is that I, what it but, is? But I'm going to save that story for the next time. I mean.
0: right. <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna tie things up today because obviously we know you to get away. So
1: what did you have for tea last night? Last night for tea was chicken wraps. Chicken wraps, Followed nice. by a Nutella sandwich. Probably not the most healthy of teas, but it was well worth it
0: yeah Uh whatever. two chicken
1: wraps uh, two chicken wraps garlic mayo um, and tabasco um, and a bit of cheese
0: lovely oh it was uh, uh, I
1: mind?
0: had I had uh, beef in black bean with oh, wow young chow fried rice and I had barbecue ribs as well sexy man like and see that bag of Reese's there so obviously coming back from America I a load, but loads of sweets back um so there was a big bag of sweets that I went through last night, a big bag of Reese's Pieces, packed. It's like, what is it, like like 500 or 800 grams or something like that? And I just fucking tanked a lot. It's class, classmate. No, no,
1: Chocolate and peanut butter were made for each other, weren't
0: they? <laughs> yeah, right. The, the big question that I've wanted to ask you before we tie this up is, what, if you were getting the electric chair because of something you said in your cancel culture vibe that I'm getting off you, right?
1: What would I be getting?
0: What would you have? You can have a starter main dessert if you really want to.
1: Start uh, starter would be a black pudding tower. Uh, shit, uh,
0: but nice, nice well, at yeah, Nice Shit, Don't Black you. pudding, black
1: pudding, no, Black pudding tower, we'd, uh, we'd, uh, black, pudding. black pudding, black pudding, stilton, black pudding, stilton, bits of bacon, uh, peppercorn sauce.
0: Replace that with beef burger, I'd probably, mm. i
1: uh, but, but for afterwards, mate, I would have to have probably, I was thinking about Wagyu steak, but do you know what I'd really want instead? I'd want a triple smash burger with American cheese in it. Pickles oh. and a lot on it. like... I haven't had breakfast yet, you know. Neither of I, <laughs> neither of Pickles and a lot on it, and oh, then nice. for dessert, You'd have to go back to the 1990s because I'd want Sarah Lee double chocolate gâteau. Mm, nice. No question. would definitely be a smash burger and fries. If the can does What smash fries,
0: bur- by the way, are we going for? What fries? How would have fries? Like skinny fries?
1: I would go for skinny dirty fries to be honest with you. Probably pepperoni topped. Nice. By the way, a big shout out to Noah's place in agreement who'd do the best pe- the best uh, chips with, uh, uh, with, with, with pizza topped chips, pepperoni, cheese and, uh, and tomato sauce, all of them.
0: Oh my god, that we're doing that tonight. Oh no, and I'm it. And it, it, comes in,
1: and it comes in a big pizza box and they only do it on Fridays and the weekend. Right,
0: this, where, where, where I'm doing it. I didn't even know <laughs> this. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know this. Never been place I've been, it, been, but I've never seen that. Yeah, they do, they do it. Is and it new?
1: You can order it. No, you can, I've got it, I, I was getting it during a lockdown on my mums. Mm-hmm. You can order it on the app as well so you can go and pick it up when it's ready.
0: Oh my god, class. Really mate.
1: Shout Noah's <laughs> place. Uh, big shout Nose Placer. Anyone you want to give us for free for this punt? Also, big shout to ETL and Quirky. I don't want to have to pay membership this month. Oh,
0: my God, you can't be advertising there. I'm here searching for advertisers. <laughs> i be here searching for advertisers, and you fucking throwing gyms out there. Well, hey, it's best gym ever. Best gym ever. Okay, what's that? I'll get ETL, on to you. E-Train Live. Right. Yeah, I'll be on to you for fucking... <laughs> for some
1: convent for
0: getting a no, no, I'll be on to you. I'm, I'm actually sourcing local uh, things. We've got one confirmed. <coughs> advertisements. Sorry I'm going to be putting advertisements in, but...
1: It helps, it helps keep the... the
0: it enthusiasm. helps keeps it going, because uh, I'm going to give you some behind the scenes before we tie this off. Mm-hmm. What's a drink you'd have, by the way, before we... Uh, wash um, it, it doesn't uh, need to be alcoholic. Chocomel. Chocomel, nice. Ooh, Chocomel's unreal. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, so this podcast so far has cost me... I'm not going to give you exactly... It's in the thousands range, right? Is
1: that
0: buying gear or travelling and that as well? Uh, buying the gear, the travel... Um, advertising because um, I put a lot into advertising that's how it's got a little bit of traction um, mm-hmm. thing so um, without going too much into it I put a thousand into it so um, you should sign up for Patreon uh, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash it's time to refresh £3 a month costs less than a fucking large choco are, yeah.
1: yeah. so
0: so there you go uh, sign up and you won't even notice it going out your bank um, because it's not like a begging for, for thing but um keeps the lights on. It, keep, it does keep the it keep it keeps the lights going. on. And well, it
1: allows you to travel further afield to talk to more varied guests.
0: Oh, go on man. then um, no. I'll start
1: writing up your Coast
2: stories. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm not,
0: I'm not I'm still gonna do it regardless, but yeah,
2: yeah.
1: um
0: the more that goes into the Patreon, the more I'm gonna So I'm doing Patreon exclusives and stuff like yeah, that um, for members. Um so there'll be like bonus episodes. Uh, there'll be there'll be little. Vi- I'm gonna get a little. Uh, I've got a friend who's a, a videographer, and I'm gonna get them to, to do. We're gonna do like challenges and stuff, like maybe nice. eating challenges, big big stuff like that. You don't
1: remember when I'll create uh, beans and uh, wheaty and cheese at, uh, over lockdown? Yeah, <laughs> I can. It's disgusting. He'll be giving stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Like- so as I say, getting people on and stuff like that. So yes, yeah, sign up a Patreon for that. Um, where can people find you? Have you got any mixes online? Nope. No, you
1: haven't? No, no, no you, really. you had one on. Yeah, it wasn't one of mine. That was one i spent ages finding on SoundCloud. I'll, do you know something? I promise I'll get to that this No, year. I thought you put, you put a mix on, I'm sure.
0: The Big old Summer or other. Was it before lockdown, maybe? I don't know, maybe. It's floating around on SoundCloud. I'll try, to try and find a link. Good lad, good lad. Um, where can people oh, they'll, find
1: they'll be loads. There'll be, be loads of our mixes from the shows on, uh, on the 4Play uh, uh, SoundCloud page, which is 4Play DJs. Uh, I also have to shout out our... Uh, Mixed cloud as well, which is at Fourplay DJs. uh, Our socials, which is Fourplay, and I would be a if I didn't punt it at least. We will also we're currently on hiatus from the radio at the moment, but we are looking to bring it back later. And we will be at Soulfest this year on our very own stage. come and see us. Say hello. Get a pat on the back. Slap us on the face. Whatever you want. Yeah. Especially go and ask our Chris for requests. He loves (laughs) that. Bank bank holiday
0: weekend, uh, August bank holiday. um, yeah, and it's just it's on the Cumbrian coast. Yeah, uh, fantastic as well. Get there, really good experience. Really, really chilled out vibe to that. <laughs> good.
1: good uh, for, if you want to bring the kids in, that fantastic.
0: I'm getting on the Soulfest for advertising. I talk about Soulfest a lot on here. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, I'd
1: like you to come and play, but they just don't. They just don't have that that genre at the moment. Yeah, I'm telling you, I I play house music. You I, play house music for us. Then. The last Chubby Tunes
0: event was um was I started at one twenty and finished at one. One seventy, I think. My maybe. man. Right. I'm good gonna good have to do fun. something. Right.
1: Thank you so much for having See us. You
2: later. Thank you people for watching and listening <coughs> and uh giving me a platform to talk tripe on. <laughs>